0: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, for
2: now, anyway. It's Gator. We already had half a show. We did. We just didn't record it. Well,
1: Well, on the line with us, because it is the first Friday of September. Darn right. We have Nick Gervais, owner of My Monthly Cigars. How you doing, Nick? Good. I'm, I'm getting tired. We've already done half a show. So he's <laughs>
3: rocking that beard, though. <laughs> We're pretty good.
2: You know, I, I'm I, off camera. You can't see me, but I can see him. Yeah. That's an impressive I'm, beard, buddy.
3: Crush, crushing it right now.
2: Thanks. Yeah.
3: See, I'm all fresh today. Went to the dentist this morning. Got a haircut this afternoon. I'm 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 killing it right now. Root I'm canal, tooth pulled. What you have done? <laughs> no, just a uh, routine cleaning. Oh, okay. I'm boring. I'm told I'm boring by my dentist because uh, there's
2: nothing wrong. She's a dental hygienist. She'll know just what to do.
3: <laughs> Who is? Anyway. <laughs> I have no idea what is. I Anyways, uh, yeah. I'm sure he's so quoting
1: I'll, something.
2: Something about so. marriage. Uh, sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so. Well, Jeff, Jeff got a lot of skin show in there. Yeah. Probably should spray some bactine on it.
3: Jeff, I'm surprised you're here. It's good to see you. Good to see you, brother. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's September. It's one
2: show on? of the month. Yeah. oh this
3: is it you're, you're not oh that's right yeah you're we
1: st- he came for the free cigars the fucking <laughs> mooch <laughs> technically the
3: mooch,
0: the mooch. <laughs> you're stealing jonathan i was gonna say everybody
1: there. that was on the cigar authority clubhouse will get that hey yeah. so uh speaking of that well you know yeah yeah we we're gonna get into this but um yeah buddy uh you've been stepping out on us a little bit hey hey hang on uh, hold on one second me hang on. yeah hang on hang on I'm
0: just going to interrupt you really quickly. I just want to give a shout out to Nick, who's here from Facking Good
1: Coffee. Uh, what did you say? What
2: did you say? Facking. facking. That's like that's my best Boston accent.
1: Facking. F A K. When did I fucking pack the car? Yeah. F A K I N G. F A H. Oh. K I N G.
2: Good coffee. Facking. Facking. With the king on the on the thing, it's beautiful looking. Packaging is beautiful. The mugs are beautiful. So, what do they do? Go to Fahking? You go to
1: FarkinGoodcoffee.com. <laughs> F A H K I N G. It's
2: cool, right? Coffee. All right. It's awesome. All right. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get that brewing. Congratulations. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, you've been stepping out on us, huh? Moving up. <laughs> you sick <laughs> son of a bitch. you big you're big timing us now?
3: Yeah, I th- I saw that you thought I was better dealing. I was say you
1: better uh, dealing us with the cigar authority guys because you know. No, I mean, no, not at just, all. Just not saying, at all. You know,
3: I can't help who loves me and who fucking <laughs> loves my coffee. I, I mean, this is no stepping out. No, it's uh, we can we can get into that trip, but it was it was good. No, I'll be honest, with you, you know, uh, kind of jumping the gun, but I they were awesome about it. I did not expect that at all. Um, oh
1: no, they were super nice with that.
3: Oh, no, was they are. were
2: amazing. They yeah. were
3: amazing with it, and, and and I couldn't thank them enough. But uh, yeah, we'll dive into that. I'll talk about that trip. I know All right. somebody wants. Yeah,
2: there's some fun bitterness fun. on our end. I just want to point that out. Only because yeah. I
1: didn't get to go. <laughs> yeah, the two of you are bitter, so it doesn't matter. Just let's, There's some let's truth get to, to the that cu- lately. All right, well, you I know like what? like your coffee, which uh, isn't. We need I to find out. Do you want there? Good segue. Good plug. Nice anyway. fucking segue, Jeff. Nice. All right, well, why don't we find out what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Show
0: you what's in the box. Who's in the box? What's in the box? Uh,
2: all right. Hey, did you we notice Paltrow's head by the way?
3: Did you notice that I just went straight to the cut. I was like, let's hurry up and cut and yeah, we, we didn't even open I was anything. Saying, <laughs> we got to find out
1: what's in the box. We got to then have uh, you pick the cigar because that's the way
2: it seems to always go. Uh, you know, it's
1: just the way I mean, we got a lot going on here. So, what well, a the seal
2: of freshness is giving me fits. We're going to start off on the wrong foot because I can tell you right before
3: we get on, I found that there's a typo on the card. It's not really a typo. It's just something's in the wrong spot. So well, that's,
1: that's interesting. Cause we'll I don't, talk even, I don't even have a card.
3: Uh, Maybe the other one does. Jeff's does. Because with the... Oh, because we get President the El Presidente, El Presidente. So you only yeah. put the... Okay. Yep, you there you go. Card.
1: Oh, well, look at that. Jeff's got the card. Damn it. And by the way, I feel your pain. Because, Jeff, I will punch you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I feel your pain. As somebody who owns a newspaper... Mm. I, know, oh, what we it, know. I yeah. know what it's like to get the final printed product and find a glaring typo just staring you in the face. And every time you look at that card from here on out, you will only see that typo. Yeah, and it's yeah. usually I mean,
3: on our
2: front page in a headline. Yeah,
3: you know, yeah. you throw and hundreds of these things in, and it's like you see it for hours on end oh, it right in front at you. of you. And you don't look, but I didn't notice it. What I'm saying is packing these boxes. I didn't notice it. Do you and know then, why? Of course, two minutes before I got to go on with you clowns is. I'm like that's not a 94. Because <laughs> you read
2: what's supposed to be there mentally. Yep. yep. That's why you need you need a second person to proofread stuff because you never catch your own errors.
3: Yeah, but I don't. I, I think I can. No, well, maybe I can't. Read better than my six-year-old. I don't know. We'll figure it out. One day. <laughs> so what, what?
1: What's the typo? Before we go too well, far. Well, it's here.
3: only the type. It's not really a typo. It's just a misplacement of. Uh, at the bottom, you'll see there's one cigar. that says it's uh, got a 94 cigar aficionado rating. Yeah, and it's definitely not that cigar. Just move it over <laughs> to the left.
1: Ah, and, that uh, makes more sense. It. Okay. <clears throat> yep. All right, makes a lot more sense. So Jeff, why don't we find out what's in the box? So you, where are we starting here?
2: Um, let's see here. Let's start, ooh, the
1: Ashton VSG. That is the Ashton VSG. It is a 5x50 Robusto, or 55 by 50 Robusto, featuring a sun-grown wrapper, Dominican binder, and Dominican fuller. And that would be the cigar that received the
2: 94 rating from Cigar Aficionado. In nice. In reality. Next up, we have a RuPaul. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, Rocky Patel. RuPaul. RP. I, you can see my confusion. No. All right. Well, it's a Rocky Patel <laughs> Imperial,
1: and it's a five and a half by 50 Robusto. I was really proud of that. I got no love on that oh, joke. Oh, God. Throw um, some crickets in there. I was going to say. <laughs> um, featuring a Habano wrapper, a Honduran binder, and Honduran filler. And uh, that one is not the 94-rated cigar aficionado. We have an Oliva Hellion. That is the Hellion by Oliva. It is a Grand Torpedo 6x52 featuring
2: a Habano wrapper, a Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. If I'm not mistaken, that is a handmade cigar, according to the band. I would say he's read the band. Next up, we have a Mark Twain. I believe it's the Riverboat. It is the Mark Twain Riverboat. It is a 6x50 Toro
1: featuring a Connecticut and Maduro wrapper. It is a barber pole with uh,
2: Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan filler. And uh, Mark Twain quote on the band. I like that. It's uh, It has been my rule to never, or, well, I'm going to butcher this. It's been you my- can't even read a
1: band. <laughs> it's very
2: small and it's dark out. No wonder Jeff needs two people. Hold one. on. I know, right? <laughs> it has been or- my rule never to smoke while sleeping. I like that. It's probably for the best. Yes. Okay,
3: Nick. So he's read two bands. Uh, throw that right on the ten ninety nine. I was gonna say, to there's,
2: and one. I never and never to refrain from smoking when awake.
3: A lot of people, a lot of people, want to refrain from this.
2: Shit. <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be sleeping at this moment. <laughs> it's anyway, so small and hard to read. Then why are you doing it? It's
1: on the band. Why? Anyway, all right. What are, what are we smoking? Who 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 has one that pops out? That you guys want to order? do the
2: RuPaul? the
1: RuPaul RuPaul
3: what's up to you listen I can tell you this the the VSG is is a legit full cigar
2: I love the The, ESG uh, so
3: I know and and it's funny because I think it was I don't know if it was Tuesday or last week I I just it was because I already knew it was in the box and Nick made a comment, he goes, you don't want the VSG, you want the ESG. I'm like, this motherfucker, damn it. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> but then uh, somebody called, uh, asked well, the I mean, boys the other day, talking about their cigars, and uh, I'm pretty sure I heard that uh, they've been enjoying the Mark Twain Riverboat. Uh, I, I to believe stay you're with, right, uh, actually, yes. The guy from Martinez, right? Uh, Fabuccino, yeah, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, his Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure he said that. I'm down for whatever. I'm drinking a coffee. Style you know what? Right now so you know what?
2: It's a barber back. pole. Let's go with the uh, Mark Twain. All right, we're gonna go with the Mark Twain. We're going we're with we're the going
1: Mark Twain. Let's bang it out. Why not? What, it brought to? That's what she said. Yes, she said. That's what she said. I didn't. I didn't know she said that. I mean, she said a she lot could, of things. Could, I guess she could say that. So <laughs> she just keeps
2: talking, repacking up the box here.
1: <laughs> yes. Lots well, of, we
2: got to reseal our boba
1: to stay well, fresh. And and I have to get my cigar out of the cellophane. You know, so that oh oddly man. enough, it so actually, do oddly I. Oddly enough, really, it actually, kind of is in there. All right, all right, I'm good with that now. Still getting mine. Um, I'm done.
2: How'd you get that out so quick?
1: <laughs> uh, you gotta practice, buddy. You gotta be. That's why you <laughs> got the kilt. <laughs> you, you gotta be prepared. Exactly. <laughs> that's why you have the kilt. You don't have to worry uh, about it. Uh,
2: Gervais, this thing's in here.
3: Yeah, uh, that's what she says all the time.
1: <laughs>
2: that's what she says.
3: My God, it sounds like you're eating a
2: freaking thing. He might be. Hey, I am hungry. I know. I'm cutting Is there anything second. around here to nosh on?
1: Um, no. got it. I have Fritos got and it. dip in the fr- or kitchen. Yeah, they're all the way in there. I'm not gonna okay. lie.
2: That that. Oh wait, I'm getting ready to cut. And that's he double sure. dips. That's why I won't. Do I his, don't
1: double dip actually. You know, though, I'm gonna console.
2: bring something up here. I don't double dip. Before we get into the, the cut no, and no, everything. No, no. Yes, I'm bringing this I up. I would
1: really like to cut and get the no, cigar going. No, I'm bringing this so up can right now. we discuss stuff after no, we lighten.
2: I'm making a stand on my last God. show. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, this is going places. All right. So, Nick and I are in agreement about one thing when it comes to chip dip you never this is what dig had... into the dip, you smooth it with your chip.
3: And yeah, like skim just, the top.
2: Yes, you skim the top, and then go in circular motions down into the dip. Now, Kristen, my beloved I love how ex this
1: is what had to take priority over
2: cutting and lighting on a cigar. <laughs> yeah, you know what?
3: <laughs> Listen, I've been dying all day to smoke a cigar. Let's. She this just
2: out. digs into it with the chips, and then you get that janky chip water because it creates those craters. Anyway, it's time to cut. No, but God, you know Cut what? The Here's
1: the thing. Everybody <laughs> thinks that it's going to be like, I'm going to have so much trouble trying to find guest co-hosts and all oh, the shows, not going to be the same. If Jeff doesn't do two a week mm. and everything, you know, guys, just, just hold out. Just see what <laughs> happens. Cause you may get more quality entertainment than, you know, chip water
2: dip. Am I, I lying promise. about that though? I'm just saying, you know, No, am I explaining? lying? It's like putting your whole mouth. Thank mouth you. In the dip. dip. Anyway. Seinfeld,
3: <laughs>
1: yep,
2: Yeah, that's that's why I have to only do one of these a month. I've noticed I'm not even doing one a week anymore. I was going to say, month.
1: when did that happen? Because, because
2: Gervais and I are going to start our Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> you rat fuckers. <laughs> I'm We're do two of those everyone. a week. Well, this segment's brought to you by Stogie Bird. They're anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. I mean, hey, uh, Jeff, what are we going to do?
3: Well, we plan on four days a week, right? Because it's yes. a lot of shows. Yeah. So yeah, okay. That's why I had to
2: free up some time. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
1: Prior it's time to cut this cigar. It's a Mark Twain Riverboat. Brought to you by uh, Dick. Really? It was Dick. good. It's brought to you by Dick. Is no, that what you just said? no. It's like you son of you a did. bitch over there, man. I was, just, I was enjoying a nice cold beverage. You're, you're being rude. Uh, you're just being rude. It's my last show. How is? The, when did that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? Hold on, my phone's ringing. Uh, oh, Mr. Garofalo, how are you? <laughs> anyway, Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan the Man actually was just on the, uh, the uh, Cigar Authority Clubhouse uh, earlier this evening that I was on. As we record and, uh, on uh, Thursday night, yeah. Exactly, in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios on in, in, in my driveway. Yep. And, um, you know, Dan... Uh, had some really good points about things that cigar lounges and cigar shops need to take into account when they're when they're you know starting off and everything. Dan's put a lot of his business sense into practice when running Riverman Cigar Company. It's true, you know he comes from a, a background of consulting, uh, a lot of a lot of really intricate work in the environmental sciences. A lot and of time in the everything. Middle East.
2: He's fascinating to talk to about. Yeah, that. but yeah. the
1: thing is, you know, he he he's not just a guy who happened to decide to open up a cigar store. Dan has got a lot of business knowledge behind him, and he's bringing that to the Riverman Cigar Company in order to make the best possible environment for all of you, the consumer. He's got a great humidor
2: filled with all kinds of products, because he knows
1: you've got to diversify the products. Let me
2: jump in there. When you say all kinds of products, I mean, you mean cigars. Yes. Facings of cigars. Yes. I mean... There's not a produce aisle in there. No. No. Cosmetics or anything.
1: Way to contribute. (laughs) But uh, sorry, Dan, got a lot of lot of lot of facings of cigars in there because he knows that you know you got to diversify up the product, have something for everybody to try, and uh, let me tell you guys, he's really stocking up on a lot of great cigars for. The second annual Riverman Cigar Company Festival on Saturday, September 25th. Holy crap, am I excited about this. He has got in, or maybe by the time this drops, he'll have them in hand. I don't know, but I know he will have them for that event. The Yagua by J.C. Newman.
2: I'm um, so looking forward. Oh, yeah.
1: He's he's bringing out the big guns for, you know, he's, he's getting a lot of good stuff together. I've still together got for the one
2: event. left that the listener will, I believe, sent to me. And I can't wait to try them you know, like, side by side and see what the aged one versus the new one is like. There you go. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm
1: glad. Yeah, i got to get that a dance. Very happy for you. Love yes, the Agua. I was going to say, but you can get all this stuff over at Riverman Cigar Company. And if you're not coming to the event, which I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, it seems like everybody is. But I mean,
2: it really does. And they're all staying at Nick's house. They're really not.
1: Cool. They're really not. And we can get to that later, too. But they're really not. Nick, but, okay, um,
2: Gervais, I don't know if you know this. But Nick has inv- opened his house no, up I have not. to any parishioner I have not. that wants to come. Nope. nope. They just have no, to bring an yeah. air mattress. No.
3: I've heard. I've heard. Um, yeah. I, I've received a couple invitations, too. From do not people.
2: encourage
1: this, Nick. <laughs> this is not happening. <laughs> hey, At if you're place. on the parishioner's page, you, you'll
3: you you'll notice that, uh, I, I, listen, I have no shame. I can be bought. I do have his address.
2: Oh, so if no. you
3: guys want to show up. Listen, just, uh, you, know, you know. I'm sitting here
2: right now. I can tell you right where it is. <laughs> I will murder somebody. <laughs> murder. St. Murder Clair most. County, Illinois. We murder most it down. foul.
1: Anyway. I finished this ad for Dan. All right. Well, anyway, yes. Sorry, Dan. He does mail. You should apologize. <laughs> he does mail order so you can get cigars sent to you from Dan. So if you're not coming to the event, give Dan a call and support Dan anyway. Get your ass to the event. But, yeah, get your ass to the event. So, And if you're coming to the event, bring a lawn chair. Anyway, with that. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. It's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> A six-minute ad for Riverman. Yeah, well, it wouldn't have been that long if somebody would have been jacking around. Yeah, but now would fun. It? I know. I want my last cast to be memorable. He keeps joking. Glad I was here <laughs> for the shooting. He keeps joking. I was going to say.
2: You oh, even cleaned was, out your cutter. I was going
1: to say, he actually cleaned out my cutter, didn't you? You know why? Cutter, why? Because I care.
2: No, you don't. No, not No, at all. you don't. No. I'm no. hungry. Cold draw. You got any food over there, Gervais? How is he going to no. give you food through no. FaceTime? What do you want? It's true. Give me an apple. There you go. Okay. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you getting on the cold draw? Hmm. You're hungry, so you might get creative with your. I have here. had a couple of cigars today.
2: I'm actually, I'm sure. like, nothing is registering. It looked like you've had a couple of cheeseburgers today, too. Wow. it's <laughs> <laughs> hurtful. Jeff, you might... You I'm might a little paranoid about, about my waiter. You <laughs> know that. You're,
3: you're, you're going to leave because you were harassed. Right? It's a hostile
2: working environment. That's the problem. I can't file anything. He doesn't employ me. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> He's gonna give me a check and then I can sue him.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> then, it,
2: then it's definitely not
1: coming now. So okay, we're 16 minutes into this shit show. What? what not you lit the up? cigars? I what is going on? What are you getting on the damn call? I'm not.
2: On? I'm getting nothing. Nothing. I think it's probably okay. So I got a bottle of water from Nick and asked him if he had any like thing to flavor it with. And he handed me this uh, Mio and you it was lemonade. You asked for
1: Mio, and I gave you three
2: different flavor options, and you chose lemonade. Yes, and then I put the whole. I thought you were supposed to put the whole Mio no, into the bottle. You're not. I didn't realize. Oh I guess god. it's multi. And I it's think it's like blown two out drops. My, I oh god, <laughs> yeah, I used a lot of it. God I damn think it, I have Blown out my palate.
1: That's like a four or five dollar little bottle. Man. I had no
2: idea. I'll only borrow one. I never actually buy my own. Oh my god! So and what are you getting? Kind of some raisiny. I was, you know, I was going to yep. say there's
3: not much on this cold not much. I could taste a tiny bit of raisin, but uh, at the same time, when you get through this, I think the barber pole aspect of it, because I've smoked a bunch of these. Yeah. And it really does, I think the flavors uh, change back and forth. It almost follows the barber pole, which is okay. kind of cool. So what, I don't know if that's in my head or not. What do we have on
2: this? So I'm guessing uh, the lighter is a Connecticut. What is the darker? Thanks a for Maduro. listening to Maduro. me earlier. And I was literally covering yeah, all that. I was coming and up why, with shit. And that's say. why I
3: think you get you get. A, I don't know about your guys. I think they're all uh, the Maduro caps on them. So yes, you get a little a bit of sweetness Maduro from there. Yeah, and that's where the raisin I think comes from. But all right, I'm tired I'm like, I'm, I'm light them light
1: up. I'm lighting light them
3: up. Light them up. Guns out. Suns out. Guns out. All right. All right. This is riveting. So I we're know, going right?
2: to. Uh, <laughs> It's it's more professional than the Cigar Authority. I'll just just put that out there. (laughs) Suck it, Gervais. I've been waiting for 213
1: episodes for Jeff to realize that he can talk while I'm lighting my cigar, Mm -hmm. and he can talk (laughs) while I'm doing the cold draw so that we don't have these gaps of time and everything. But evidently, two years and 200 and something episodes later, he just never quite figured that out. I like he to watch you care. puff on that stick. But he doesn't care
3: now,
1: he's gone. I'm gone. I'm I'm out. He's taking himself out of the picture, evidently, so Yeah the I'm, retro gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need the rest of that kick. box then, Jeff, so that I can give it to the uh yeah, good the, luck. the new hosts on Fridays, you know, so that they can mm. smoke along with me. I
2: think you and Barnaby should do the show Friday. That's not a good idea.
1: <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea.
2: <laughs> what is the restraining order? Is it fifty feet or a hundred? I don't know, but I'm not doing it. That's that's a that's a hard no, hard no.
1: How
3: did you guys cut yours?
2: I V cut V as okay. well. Okay, I went with a straight. Why did you do a V, Jeff? I like the V.
1: Give yourself a <laughs> give yourself a
3: uh, a cross cut. Do it. Do another V.
2: I did that recently on a, one of the shows. Oh,
3: I'm not
1: going to let do that because yeah, because I've already had it in my mouth. He's borrowing my cutter, and he's already had it. In his oh yeah, mouth, forget so that. that. Just the that, word. That's, that's not going to happen. Forget it. Forget I said it. Yeah, That's so. not going to happen. Okay, so Ooh,
2: smooth retro hill. Tell us about it's nice, yeah.
1: Tell us about your trip. Well, you weren't there, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know? because
3: I was able to text you and just. Be, I
1: okay, was gonna yeah. say you you were texting and being like, "Look where I'm at,
3: no, guys." It cool. <laughs> no, it's um, it, it it was really an overall, you know, not to kiss the ring and whatnot or anything like that. But you know, you're gonna kiss really, the ring. It was a really a nice experience. You know, uh, it, everything you hear about. Dave's shops are 100% true. I mean, they are clean. The help is there. They're knowledgeable. Even though someone like myself walks in and I, you know, I, I, I have an idea of what I'm looking at. There's a few things I'm not aware of. You know, they're still offering. Mind if I can help? Blah, blah, blah. But it was great. I walked in. Uh, I had my uh, uh, new Team Cigars uh, fleece on. And uh, Dave was standing right at the door. He goes, oh, look at this, Team Cigars, what's going on? <laughs> and I said, hey, Dave, I said, and I introduced myself, and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, and I said, you know, I said, hey, I brought you guys a little something, you know, you guys can share it amongst yourselves, it's just a little fucking coffee, he's like, oh, thanks, and I brought it in a bag, and it was all sealed up and everything, the mugs and, and everything, so, you know, then I met Phil Zangy, Phil Zangy was right there as well from Indian Motorcycle, he yep. was there, and, uh, you know, uh, met him, talked, this was about 15 minutes before the show started, and then uh, I, I asked them what they were smoking, and Phil gave me the Indian uh, Motorcycle Maduro, which, by the way, his cigars. Now I've had—I uh, think it was only three. I'm pretty sure it was only three. Had all three of his blends. Uh, he's done an awesome job reblending this. Okay. Uh, this brand, yeah, he's he's got an awesome story. We we can touch on that a little bit after, but yeah, it was cool. We went. I, gra- I grabbed the cigar because I wanted to smoke what they were smoking, and um, so I grabbed the Maduro, went upstairs, sat down. And I walked in the studio, and there was all the fucking stuff on the desk. And I was like, "Oh, wow, this—they're too nice. These guys were too nice, you know." And uh, I was right in front of Barry, and, and I met Barry, and I met Ed, and and uh, it was great. I mean, just sat there. It was kind of cool to see the studio from you know the back an- back angle. Um, they got a cool little wall with all the podcasts that uh, that uh, recorded their studio. Okay. So that was cool. And then, you know, we did the the new Perdomo Firecracker in the second half uh, of the show. So is I got one of those. Is it very different than It's not very. It's a little bit lighter. Okay. And the wick the wick is not under the band, ah. uh, which was interesting. It was actually kind of smart. Um, I like smoking those because I still have a box of those. And it's funny because I was ripping through them last week. I have probably and, uh, about
1: 20. How many were in that box? 20. Then I probably have about... 15 or so from my box remaining.
3: I got about a, yeah, I've got maybe a box and a quarter left. So yeah, maybe about 25 or so, but, um, but yeah, it was great. I mean, listen, these guys know what they're doing. They're professional. They, they run the live show. They had everything, you know, on lockdown and and it was, it was nice. And Phil, having Phil as a guest, that guy's electric, man. He has so much energy, uh, and, and he's such a positive guy. It was great to see. You know, and I don't know if people know who Phil is, but Phil started Indian Motorcycle with Rocky Patel before Rocky Patel was Rocky Patel. Mm-hmm. So, um, so and him and I actually talked about that too. And you know, after the show, uh, Dave and I sat down uh, for about two hours and just shot the shit. And oh you wow, know, we talked. We talked about the industry. It was just me and him up in the studio. Uh, we had an awesome conversation. Uh, he was very very gracious with his time. Ed was up there for a little bit with us chatting away. Uh, as well really filled me in on a lot of what he does in the industry and, and and uh it's far beyond the scope of what any one of us could imagine it's like how do you run three stores all these employees this stock all of your you know united cigar distribution and and everything else he does and still do you know, the regulation, uh, regulations and stuff like that, the fighting with the local governments and, and taxes and stuff. And um, it was it was really wild and, and educational to hear him talk about that. Um, tell me about the New- state of New Hampshire, because, again, I'm from Massachusetts. So New Hampshire? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I set
2: you up. Uh, <laughs>
3: would you say that if I said NH?
2: Why would I do that?
3: Yeah. OK, good. Uh, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> moving <laughs> forward. <laughs> But, uh yeah, it was a lot of stuff. We talked about uh, the substantial equivalents coming up. We talked about, you know, um vape. And, you know, we were talking about how, you know, you guys and I talked before how I think the vape industry could have been the heroes of the tobacco industry, so to speak, if they would just marketed themselves as a, a smoking cessation device, you know, and, and he was on point. But he was... You know he's very gracious with his time uh very uh, complimentary of the fucking coffee he really did it i could tell it wasn't it wasn't bullshit you know he's like this is this is really nice he's like this brand is great he,
1: he loves it's like
3: you got yourself something and, to
1: and i'm not and i'm gonna say this and i don't mean it in any sort of a derogatory way mm-hmm. he loves um gimmicks
2: he good marketing a, he
1: did a whole show on gimmicks um not too terribly long ago and and you know, I'm not necessarily saying that your your coffee is a gimmick, but Mm-mm. let's be real. The name is... He likes catchiness like it, that. It's catchy. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so, so yeah. So, for him to see a brand called Fucking Good Coffee, I mean, mm-hmm.
2: that speaks right to... He's all in. Yeah. Right
1: to his sweet spot. Yeah.
3: And it was cool when Barry was doing that. I did not... You know, going back to that, I did not expect that one bit at all i just you know i was like oh cool thanks a lot for putting it up there and then he just opened up with that and i was just i was floored i was like i I can't appreciate that enough you know i I couldn't i couldn't thank him enough after well those guys have uh, never
2: been anything but good to us they're just rock solid
3: you know and i talked to dave about that too that was one of the things we touched on just in general you know helping out the industry And, and dave even said he's like if you know He goes, if I, if I can help you, I'm going to help you because he even talks about it with this whole New York tax stuff that's going on. He went, uh, we were talking about the tournament. He was going to go speak at the golf tournament this past week about the tax, uh, increases there that are basically putting places out of business. Um, I think it's like a 70% tax on cigars. So you're paying through the roof for, for a $10 cigar. It's crazy. Um, You know, and he's like, "Look, I'm I'm out there to help them. I'm not here to take advantage of it, of their misfortune." He goes, "They're part of the industry. The industry doesn't grow without the people in the industry." So, you know, we talked a lot about that. We talked about marketing. You know, how this is such such a different product than what the FDA thinks it is, and how they think we market to kids. And we talked a little bit about, you know, how you see a few of these bands that you know, you look at them and you say. Jesus, how does this help the industries fight against telling them? We We've talked about that children. on here. We have yeah. talked yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, I would say, there's been a few, and I won't get into specifics. Like but yeah, it's it's not helping a thing. Hmm. You know, we talked about um, you know, like I said,
3: the substantial equivalence, and and it really sucks to be honest because you know, you have to have the the pre predicate date is I believe it's August of two thousand seven.
1: Yeah. Think
3: about it this way: If you're a company that's been in business for five years, for ten years, fourteen years, you don't fit that criteria. Yep. yep. You need to file, and it's hundreds of thousands of dollars to file for substantial equivalents. Now, it doesn't cost much if you have, uh, if you already have the grandfathered in. You know, we talked about that. So you got somebody like Nick Perdomo, who's, you know, if you look it up, he's got all of his.
1: Um, taken care of yeah uh,
3: yeah all of his skews are in there and it really I was like what did that cost millions and you know how much would that cost somebody and you know he's like no he had them all you know he, he's had them since day one so he didn't have to do anything I'm sure he has a couple that he's got to do um, but yeah when you think about it who was, who was around before 07 you know the boom was late 90s yep. you know you've got maybe Rocky you've got Macanudo you've got Monte Cristos you've got those guys and Perdomos
2: well then what Think about you know? it this way. What other industry does our country tell you can't innovate? True.
3: Yeah, no, it's um it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint one probably because if there are any, it's very few. Um but you know, again, Dave was very, very gracious with his time. Um, you know, you talk about how he likes that like kitschiness and, and the catchiness of stuff yeah. and i t- I don't want, cause I don't want to re- reveal anything. I, I can tell you off, off air, but yeah, he has a trademark for something that I almost pissed myself. I was like, <laughs> what are you going to do with that? And he laughed. He goes, I don't fucking know. <laughs> he just has the trademark and he's got a bunch like it and it fits that criteria. It's just great. That's awesome. He's just really, really smart. Um, you know, he, he was gracious enough to, to, I know I keep saying the word gracious, but I mean, really that's what it was. I, I was really humbled to sit there with him and, he told me about what he's got coming out. He's got a few things coming out soon and, you know, over the next course of the next year. And and just to, you know, tell me that was, was really cool. Like, I didn't want that. You know, I yeah. was just happy enough to spend 10, 15 minutes after the show. And uh, now he ended up, like I said, we sat there for two hours, about half an hour of it. Phil came up, Phil Zangy came up, and the three of us sat there, had a conversation. It was great. That's it was awesome. nice. Very yeah, it was cool. cool. And their shop is amazing. If anybody ever can get up there, It it, it was amazing. Um, Like I said, cleanliness, everything was in order. I can't tell you how many times I saw his employees come around emptying ashtrays. That was so key because any cigar shop you go to, if you sit there with a full ashtray, it's kind of annoying. You know that. Oh, I know. It's really, and it's gross to look at. It is. But, I mean, they were coming around, just bang, 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 grab. I mean, they're on point. They're on point with everything. So, um, yeah, and I ended up, you know grabbing nice chunk of cigars from there yeah i saw the you pictures <laughs> you, yeah you got yourself
1: quite the variety of
3: cigars yeah there. and you know what another another thing with that a testament to their employees you know um oh god i i, I want to say his name is oh dale or Derek. i i i apologize but he was he was so helpful um he's like have you seen this did you grab this and then he goes this is this is smoking really, really well now, things I wouldn't have probably purchased, yeah, uh, like a bandolero, um, there was another new arganosa leaf that that he got me uh, into and I'm like, listen, I'm gonna take whatever you guys tell me because you're learning from Dave and Barry like yeah. the, and Jonathan Mr. Jonathan all the way down, like you know these guys are trained, and that's what um one of the topics was." from the show that day was, you know, should you break up with your local, um, brick and mortar, Mm -hmm. your local lounge. And, you know, and, and Dave even said after the show, he goes, that wasn't an easy thing to talk about because you want to support the industry, but at the same time, you can't help those who don't want it. Yeah. You know, and and at the end of the day, they put a stain on the industry rather than you helping them. If they're not going to do the job, why, why bother? Why waste your time? Yep. You know? No, it's so it was, it was great. It was nice. It was um, it was good. Good experience. Their studio is is, is
2: massive. Um, I'm it's, jealous. Uh, I am it's too. well run. I mean, you why get... you're leaving? <laughs> <laughs> well, for the cast we're going to do for Seinfeld.
3: <sighs> <sighs> anyway,
2: yeah,
3: I, I, uh, I was it was really a scouting venture for our Seinfeld, <laughs> like to, just to see what I could figure out. Oh, okay, but uh, but yeah, thank you to those guys. Um, I know they do listen sometimes, but. Uh, you know, and I already thanked the afterwards, but to Dave, Barry, and Ed, um, just very, very uh, open with their time. You know, and uh, and I can't thank them enough for for pushing out the the I got some great feedback on that. It, it hit right away. You guys saw Parishioners' group was was starting. Oh I yeah,
1: suppose within and seconds of yeah. the show starting, I think two of the parishioners already put up pictures of. Uh, and I had no idea
3: that. when they did that. I was just staring and I was looking at Dave when, when Barry was talking because you could hear at the end of the clip, Dave was just laughing and he was literally like laughing, tapping Steve on the shoulder, uh, Phil on the shoulder. Like, that's cool. Right. And, uh, I didn't know they zoomed in. Yeah, I had no idea they zoomed in until I watched it. I think Monday uh, when I got back home. So yeah, it was good. It was, a uh, it was a good trip. I highly recommend anybody else that's in the area. If you're ever close by a hundred percent go up and, uh, you know, Everybody will help you out. Like you'll feel at home. It's it's the way a lounge should be.
1: That's yeah. awesome. Well, this episode is brought to you by Two Guys Cigar <laughs> Smoke Shop. We have multiple locations up there in uh, NH. Not going to say the state because you know, we've learned that. Well, but anyway. well, I talked to Barry afterwards, <laughs> and uh,
3: let's keep going. and, You know, promoting them because they need it. Um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the way. To, this is the way for them to get listeners. To talk about it, in the cigar <laughs> and just because shit rolls uphill. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Huh, I'll be damned.
1: <laughs> anyway,
3: but uh, Barry was uh, was very very kind. Had kind words to say about uh, the coffee too. He had the uh, whiskey blend, the whiskey barrel aged, I should say. Mm-hmm. And, Ooh, that's uh, a good one. And the lounge blend, and lounge coffee. He said the whiskey barrel. He liked the flavor of it. It wasn't his speed, he said, but the uh lounge coffee he goes that was rocket fuel he goes it was awesome it, it was amazing and he said it w- he agreed with me <clears throat> hey guys how are you
1: uh, 13th
3: uh he agreed he agreed with me when when i said you know it was developed to and blended to go with any strike cigar he goes i 100% agree with that so it was a nice endorsement to have from from barry and i'm, I'm glad they enjoyed it
1: very cool very
3: cool yeah. So well, are you
1: getting on the cigar? I was just about to say. So now that we're talking about cigars
2: again, so what are we getting on the uh, Mark Twain Riverboat here, Jeff? I'm I hate to say this. I'm getting cigar. My palate. I have blown my palate out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's good are though. It's this is puberty central right now. I yeah. can't crack, You cracked. What is going
2: on? Uh, Jermaine's oh balls are dropping.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
2: so Nick is in
1: a cloud right now. The retro's got a little bit of. spice I would say to the it. retro's got some kick to it. It's got a little spice to it. The cigar itself, I mean, yeah. I you know, it's uh, it's not bad. I look big, big caveat. I just want to put this out there. Jeff and I are sitting out in my driveway. It's kind of humid tonight.
2: It is, and the smoke is lingering. Are you having
1: issues with keeping it lit?
2: Uh, I am having a little burn issue, and yeah, I think that's. I think a problem. the humidity in the okay. air is causing a little bit of moisture.
1: To where it's just uh, it's it's causing a little. It's bit It's not of like what they're dealing with on the east coast issue. right
2: now from well, the no, remnants uh, of the I hurricane, know. but it is yeah. humid. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, it's
3: not humid here, and and I've been talking most of the show. I've been taking over. I'm pulling a Phil Zangy right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and I don't have a hell of a story like he does, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Now, so I'm 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 pretty lit still, and that's the thing with the cigar is you know it's a smooth cigar in my opinion. I think the flavors, the yeah. Yeah, the flavors change every time it goes from that barber pole sort of. Well, and I'm
1: in the the Maduro
2: portion. Mm -hmm. I'm just starting to creep. What the hell are you two talking about? I'm going to point something out. It it twirls around. Well, look, if you look at my burn line, it's fully in. Yeah. How? I mean, rotate your
1: cigar. Okay. Well, maybe slightly. (laughs) It's it's in the majority of the Maduro portion. Nick, For you have to pass guy. on that. I know. But I'm like, what the fuck he's are you talking so about? He's calling he's us out. This is no, no he's just such no an asshole. I mean, this, this is no good the show. this is bullshit. Where did you get that apple?
2: Your race give it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, we, have, uh, we, have, uh,
3: we have we have we have technology beyond
1: <laughs> say, UFOs. I was gonna say, what the hell?
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Ooh, I watched. You guys got to give me the credit. I played the long game you on that show. You the long <laughs> game on that. That's true.
1: Man,
3: you're really going out on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. Well,
2: well, they talked on the, the Star Trek movie. That's mm, why they had Kirk eat the just apple. just
3: dropped that high note. They it had Kirk the eat
2: note. the apple when he was defeating the uh, Kobayashi Maru. Because uh-huh. you look arrogant when you eat an apple. You do look arrogant eating an apple. Okay. Yeah. That's true. You do. that's why I grabbed one. Okay.
1: So speaking (laughs) of... uh,
3: So many arrogant-looking kids out there. (laughs) Speaking
1: speaking of UFOs, I watched The Unacknowledged. Uh,
3: Yes, that was the first one. That was the first one. I have
1: not watched the second one yet. Um, I started to watch it, and I was not... I I, I was exhausted. It's it's a little slow. I was was exhausted, and I started falling asleep, and so I just Mm -hmm. haven't gone back to it yet. But... um, but the unacknowledged was really good. Mm-hmm. And guys, it's on Amazon Prime. And basically, it just kind of details to you how uh, the government's been totally hiding um, UFOs from us for I've ever. I've been telling you this for years. Yeah, but I don't listen to you. God damn it. <laughs> but
2: uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, it was good. The second one um, really kind of goes into more of a, you know, it's a, sort of the transcendental meditation side of things where it's really just
2: MK Ultra. Uh, MK Ultra.
1: I don't know what that is. Oh,
3: you need. Oh, to look yeah, i
1: MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Well, anyway. it was more of the, the the space and like just being in, that we're really more connected with them or not. Some of it, to be honest, is a little. But uh, did you ever watch yeah. the
2: movie the the what is it The men the, that speak with goats stare at goats. The no, men that stare at goats. No. Nope, dude, you got to watch that. Okay, that'll explain so much. But anyway,
1: well, you so, you yeah. seem to be pretty like shaken from uh, mm-hmm. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. I couldn't tell if yep. those were uh, sarcastic or serious texts, but, you or know. Or drunk I, texts. Or drunk yeah. texts, uh- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure they weren't drunk texts because you weren't, like, you know, asking me what I was wearing and things I wasn't, like that. You it know? didn't start off with you <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're wearing your kilt. Exactly. And be like, mm-hmm. got that kilt on? <laughs> Burn <laughs> it. <laughs> um, up kilt shots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Let me go on record, no one wants that. Nope.
1: I mean, you know.
2: No, no oh, God, no, no, <laughs> oh, no God. Let's not turn
3: there. But uh, yeah, no, I, it, you know, it it kind of opens your mind a little bit. Like, you know, we, first of all, I think we're we're naive to think that we're the only people. Oh, totally, we're the only exactly. beings in this universe. And it's it's, it's vain. It's not
1: even naive. It's vain. It's like, incredibly yeah. vain. Let me come at this
3: for a second. It's from wild. a religious. But they're here to help us. Let me just let me just tell you this. They're here to help us. They're not coming to hurt or harm us and that's why you see them all supposedly at uh nuclear weaponry sites where they're they're stopping nuclear missiles from even test missiles from going off they're just stopping midair and they're saying that these ufos are actually doing that because they're like what are what is wrong with you people you have this amazing planet and you're here just messing with each other and just screwed it up yeah. i know i sound like a lunatic but i mean i think it's really cool to just kind of open your mind and look at that now do i think they're coming hey all i know is this if they are coming and they're here to help us like why haven't they taken us over by now uh-huh. maybe they, maybe they are ready to help us the way the things are going right now they better hurry the fuck up that's all i gotta say <laughs> <laughs> the way the world is now we're I about mean,
2: we're about to spit apart At the scene, uh, yeah, pretty
3: close, yeah, Yeah, in all aspects. But sorry to interrupt, but go ahead, good. I don't even
2: know what I was talking about.
3: Good, that's the the scene. Um,
1: now, in terms of other documentaries, because you and I always seem to devolve into Mm -hmm. that, um, I don't know if you've watched anything good this month, but I've seen two items on Netflix that I think you'd be interested in. They're both, if if you just search for Untold, um, they're both under that category. One of them is Malice at the Palace. I watched it. What'd you think of that? I thought that was awesome. Loved it. It's all Loved about it. this brawl that took place between the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons in what was that? Two thousand four? I think? Mm. It was Reggie Miller's like last Didn't year. Didn't you say
2: the fans even got in on it? Well that was the fans. It wasn't
1: it was well, the that, fans that and, was
2: the fans are what started it and basically. The and yeah. then
1: and then uh, you know, Ron Artest like ran up and started fighting with fans and it just kinda devolved from there and Next thing you know, you had chairs flying and all kinds of wacky. It was shit. crazy. So, and it was bad. And people were, yeah. I mean, there were charges filed against some folks and whatever oh, else, wow. and, and it resulted in what did they say? Like the biggest suspension thrown down on players by the yep. NBA and everything. It was
3: wild. Yeah. It was. It was just it was, so it crazy. Was crazy. You know, it was right around the time Ron Artest was absolutely bananas um, to begin with, so it really didn't help. But to his Defense. He was really just kind of defending himself because uh, um, it was the fans that started it. To I mean, a, the the one
1: fan threw the beer. He probably should that not guy. have. Craw- he probably should not have gone up in the crowd to attack the fan that threw the beer. No, nope. nope. um, I agree. But then from there, take that out of the equation. From there, there were plenty of fans that were picking fights, like that one guy that mm-hmm. went down on the court and was like ready to fight him and everything. Clown. Yeah. I mean, that dude. He had everything coming to him that he got, you know. So
2: did he just get the beating of a lifetime? Oh, Ron Artest! No, he
3: got lucky. Ron Artest. Yeah, he went. He like tried to punch him, but then Jermaine O'Neal came in,
1: and Jermaine Jermaine
3: O'Neal didn't slip. He slipped on the hardwood, no head.
1: And if he and he came from far away, that if he would not have slipped and lost his footing and would have actually connected with that punch, that dude probably would have died. Wow. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, was going to be. wound up some half. Yeah,
2: court. it was going to be a hell of a punch. Was it one of those, like, in the cartoons where you see the legs, like, making the mm-hmm. Practically. Motion, and then that, yeah. fo- and you saw that fir-
1: that one foot just go forward too far. And then and, and that other knee mm-hmm. hit the, the, pa- uh, the, he's probably the hard slipped wood. on the beer. And I, b- b- potentially. Yeah. But yeah. But the anyway. investigation behind that was um, crazy. But yeah, that was a good one. That was the one, Malice at the Palace. And the other one was uh, Crimes and Penalties. All about the uh, the Thrashers in New Jersey. Didn't see it. Oh, dude, you got to see this. So the Thrashers, the thrashers. was a um, so there's the NHL, and then there's like a bunch of minor league, you know, mm-hmm. things. And this was in one of those minor leagues. And basically, there's the gangster um, James. Uh, um, oh shit! What was his name? Um, You're not talking about Gigante. Ball, Gigante. Oh, uh, and. Sam. No, 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 James. Okay, and oh, untold
3: he. Crime. Okay. And
1: so he uh, he was basically the real life Tony Soprano. He had the truck, the garbage company, and everything Ooh. like that going on, and he bought. He basically paid to create an expansion team within this, uh, this any or this you know, minor league hockey thing for this area, and he gave it to his seventeen year old son to run. So his seventeen year old oh son. God. Whose name is AJ, by the way, um, <laughs> is running this thing, and he's like the president and CEO, dude. He like brought in all these players, and they became the bad boys of hockey. So they're like beating the piss out of people. I mean, they're having like eight or nine fights in a game. You know, it's just, just going a whole crazy. line of enforcers. Just, just yeah. it was crazy. Well, did you see it, Jeff? No. At the same oh. <laughs> time, his dad, his dad is using this as like you know. A money laundering Wine. thing, mm-hmm. and so like the uh, the FBI is investigating it all, and you kind of learn. I mean, it goes from there, dude. It was really interesting, though. Yeah,
3: just uh, that's cool. I watched it. It was that.
2: it was really neat. I liked it a lot. So
1: nice,
3: Jeff. You watching it?
2: Yes, actually, I have, and it's going to be a little heavy to talk about, okay. so I apologize. But uh, I've been watching, and I'm going to get the name of it wrong. Look, look it up if you don't mind your face while we're talking here. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's nine eleven. It's either. A, oh. A day God. in America. I think it's a day in America or a day in American life, but it is turning point. No, it's uh it start it's 9/11 and then an American day or a day in America. I can't remember which it is.
1: Huh. I go to Netflix and the first thing I see is Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. Also They're good. List. Completely
3: different. Actually, that was kind of it's, boring. I'm not going
2: to lie to you. Not I Turning
1: turn Point 9-11 and the War on Terror?
2: That's it. No, no, no. That's not it. That's what I thought it was. I all. I. say, like, that's the one that's like Truth trending on Netflix. Oh, there. A Day
3: That Changed the World is not... It. It's at the bottom, but it's not showing up on Netflix. Are you sure that's what it was? I'm pretty sure. Jeff, you're really going down pretty sure. The last day. You were up there.
1: Man. <laughs> I was going
2: to say, man. What the hell is wrong with you? What is this? Well, about? there's one that
3: Turning Point 9-11 and the War on Terror...
2: No, it's 9-11... And it's either an American Day or a Day in America, and I can't think of the name of it. Well, we'll find. it. It's a brand home. new. It's all, and I've only seen the first two episodes of it, but I plan I'm to finish it all this weekend. Hulu.
3: That's Hulu. Then
2: maybe it's Hulu. Look, look see if it's because on Hulu. I oh, just for God's God sakes, you can't even get the streaming thing right, dude. I, don't know. I mean, you know, because I just saw something. If you're recently, gonna bring this like, together. That looks good. Yeah, look it up. Maybe it's on Hulu. If you're gonna, yep. If One gonna... Day in America. There. that's it. It's a National Geographic, dude. It is incredible. And they, I, we're were 20 years after the fact, okay, and I have learned so much from the first two episodes of this that I did not know. And I, you know, but I'll just say this real quick, and, you know, 9-11 happened, the next day I started working out, and a year and a day later, I enlisted in the U.S. Air Force, in the Reserves. And, you know, it was a year of losing weight and getting in shape and all that stuff. And, you know, I wasn't in for long, I was, thirteen months. I mean I was barely in. I'd never deployed. I didn't do anything. But I have a huge respect for the people that did. And it takes me back to that mindset just watching it uh, that I had that night, that resolve that I had. You know, I was gonna change things and I was gonna I was gonna step up and get involved. You know? Mm-hmm. And it like there's there's this part in there, I think it was in the first episode, where it shows this helicopter. It was a special services helicopter, I guess with either the fire department or the police department. I don't remember which. And they took off and they flew and tried to land on the roof of the buildings because in 93, they had actually um, removed people via the roof mm-hmm. when, when they had the bombing in 93. Yep. So they come up there and they can't find anywhere to land on the one building. It's just inundated in smoke. They find a place on the other building where they could land, but they fly around for a while and they realize there's nobody up here. So there was no one to rescue. So they fly back and kind of drop down the side of the building. And people are standing, waving at them, waving shirts at them, anything they could, you know, like white flags, anything they could get to try to draw their attention. And they had no way to get to them. They said they were looking eyeball to eyeball to these people from, no, you know, just, just a very short distance away from the building. And there Sad. was nothing they could do. Sad. Yeah, I was obsessed
3: with the 9-11 docks for a while. Probably about ten years ago, just watching almost everything that came out. And the, the, it's it's sad, man. The it's best bummed. one
2: ever is I think the one that aired on CBS, where you had the two French filmmakers that were embedded yep. with the fire department, and they were there yeah. doing a documentary on the fire department. And the one guy ends up on the lead truck because they were investigating a uh, like a the gas leak. Cover or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he That's actually the
3: first plane right
2: got the footage of the first plane hitting as it came mm-hmm. over. He pans up and you see it hit the building. Wow. And they use yeah. it in in that was that on Netflix or was it on Hulu which one is I don't remember okay it was, whichever one? It was Hulu I, okay yeah. so it's on Hulu and they use a ton of that footage in this documentary and repurpose oh, it cool and it's it's just incredible it's literally mean.
3: the best because it is the best first-hand experience of that I think from what I've seen is those two French guys and I, I that sucks I wish I could remember their names and give them the credit but I mean, people would know, like that video that we all know of the first plane, that's from that's those it. guys we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And, and it's pure, luck, pure now,
2: luck. Now, here's the thing that I take away from it as a journalist, because Nick and I know we've been involved in a lot of, you know, police action, fires, things like that, that we've covered over time. And the fact that they gave this guy access, he was able to go in like he was inside the tower at the command post. Wow. And he's videotaping all these people. And no one, like, told him to get out or anything. And luckily, he was there with the battalion chief, Pfeiffer. Yeah. And, you know, so he, he had unfettered access to this. Now, his brother was at the station when it happened, and he works his way down, and they keep throwing him out, you know, from different checkpoints. And, you know, like, they had the area cordoned off, and he keeps probing, trying to get in like a good journalist would. And, you know, gets a lot of good footage from outside the building and what was going on on the streets. And it all really tied together, just I mean, incredibly well. The cool story behind that was with the brothers is that I don't want to call it
3: cool, but nice ending. There was really it was tense watching that documentary when they were separated. They were together and they had no idea where each of each one was. Yeah, and then they finally met up at I think they met up at the firehouse, and that was a nice moment to see. And it was was, it's rough to watch those just because we lived it. You know, it's hard. I got a friend that won't watch any documentaries about tragedies and stuff that happened during the time he's alive. Yeah. Uh, very, very <laughs> smart, very smart guy. Very, uh, very well educated, uh, political, uh, politically educated as well. And just, he just, he won't watch that stuff. Cause he's like, I lived it. He's like, I, I've been, I was around during, it's just a weird thing for him. But yeah, those are, the, yeah, but I, I want to see it. I mean, I want to know, cause I want to tell my kid about it. I want to be able to understand that. Cause that's one one regret I have is not asking my grandfather, my great uncles, questions about their time. You know, like yeah. I'm lucky enough that I did a high school project about my uh, great uncle who was at D-Day, and oh. a D Day, and I have a whole paper on it uh, oh, from wow. high school. So it's really, really cool pictures and all that kind of stuff. So. I just kind of want to see, like, okay, like, I want to know this stuff to, to pass along. I think I think it's uh, – Well,
2: exactly, and we're losing so much history every day. Absolutely. And now we're losing history from the people that have been involved since 9-11. So I do want to yeah. point out, uh, it's Jules uh, Clement. And I believe it's Naudet. N-A-U-D-E-T. How would you pronounce that?
3: Naudet. 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 And uh,
2: his brother Thomas uh, Gideon Naudet. And they were the uh, filmmakers that uh, shot that footage we were talking about on nine eleven.
3: As a as a French Canadian, I apologize for not knowing. uh <laughs> <laughs> ja- yeah. J'arvais, J'arvais, I'm sorry to not Jules know and that, Gideon. So. Yep.
2: But uh, the, and like I said, the the access they had just as a journalist amazes me. Mm. Um,
3: that's a good one, Nick. Bring us up with something, or do you want me to bring you up with something? Bring us, bring us back. I mean, we just fucking lost. Everybody. Oh no, we just or went way
1: down or... the rabbit hole of nine eleven. Well, like and doing, you know, guys, we have yeah. to
2: acknowledge it. It's the anniversary weekend coming up next weekend. It is. Yeah, it is. I was saying not it's this o- weekend. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this gives people a, t- a week to be able to watch this. This is documentary. Labor Day
1: weekend.
2: <laughs> well, no, what I, you're missing. One. I'm saying I it gives people missing. time. To see it before the anniversary. Yes. Like, you're going to have to take some time and watch this because it's multiple episodes.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. What else? What do we got here? Let well, Jeff, see, you I... almost died today. Why don't you talk about
2: that? <laughs> oh, God. Let's do our cigars. <laughs> Let's do our cigars, and then I'll tell you about my asshole puckering up. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Hold
3: on. We're going from 9-11 to Jeff almost dying. We need to pick. The... Oh, no. Wait, is that a pickup? It's
1: kind of funny. Okay. All right. No, it's not so gotta... funny at all. <laughs> It was very frightening. Because I got two, two actually good docs that I saw. I oh, well, I then what it. do what, what? Okay, we'll cut
2: this. You you talk I'm about it. I'm not cutting docks. anything. No, 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 that's no. good to have. This is, this I'm is not great. cutting
1: a goddamn thing. So, all right. So, yeah. Well, this let's, is, let's... This is real. Let's circle on real. the cigar. We can find out what docs he's got. Then we'll talk about you dying. And then we'll do, you know, more stuff. I know something you'll cut.
2: The jeans. <laughs> I'm going to... God damn it, dude. Was that a mosquito? Fucking asshole. (laughs) Nick just accosted me on the show. Dude, we've been going this whole time. I didn't have anything to fucking cut
1: until now, you son of a bitch. It was pretty clean. It was pretty clean. Hey, you know.
3: You know what? You know who doesn't cut anything? Uh the cigar
2: authority. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) Son of a bitch. We can't go live. You've seen some of the stuff we get into. And then it was born. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. Your, I need your lighter champion. Anyway, what
1: are we getting on the cigar here? I mean. Oh. I'm still getting really smooth. I'm getting an impeccable burn. I was going to say, Infectible my burn trough. line is really good for the humidity and everything. Mine's evened out.
2: It was bad in the beginning. I yeah, admit that.
1: Mine was at a, mm-hmm. at a nice angle earlier. It I mean, has evened out. You guys can mine. That's good. Like, I mean, it's fantastic. I haven't touched it up once.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the Brett's Roast still gives me the peppery, little spicy kick. Um, I shouldn't say. I, I would say it's more of a pepper on this one than a
1: spice. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. More uh, I just... Which
2: I like. Well, that a pepper ram
1: Swallowing some of
3: that, It does. Actually. It's
2: nice,
1: right? But it's nice.
3: It's yeah. not... Uh, well, to Nick, it's overwhelming. But I was I getting know. more spicy it's earlier. Did, it's, now
2: it's, pe- it's flat
1: pepper. My problem is yeah. not that it's bad. It's that I... Accidentally, just swallowed some of it instead of actually retrohaling. There's always <laughs> an
3: excuse, Jeff. There's always an excuse. But, anyways, I'd like to point uh, out, I
1: cleansed my palate with a Bacardi rum punch. It's a rum, real rum cocktail. Did you get a new sponsor? From the fine folks of Bacardi. What are you? What
3: are you, what are you better dealing, fucking? What's going? On? I'm just saying,
1: <laughs> if the fine folks of Bacardi would like to sponsor, you can reach out through Nick at
2: I've been drinking a lot of Bacardi rum punch mm-hmm. lately, and let me tell you, it's
1: been tasty. Apparently taking the edge off because he's
2: all sing-songy now after he punched me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, punch you again is. if you keep this shit up. Anyway. Jeff,
3: Jeff, what are you getting on the
2: cigar? Because I don't it, think it, you said anything. I, I'm getting cigar... I'm still still trying to figure out why the hell you guys think it changes from Maduro to Connecticut, but whatever. I'm trying to figure out zero sense. It really does. I'm trying to figure out why you
3: you know would blow your palate out before your last show. I just think it's it's crazy. He does
1: this every freaking time we record with you, especially to work today. And and I'll point this out. Typically, it's on Wednesday nights. Yes, and so Mm. he's got the excuse of oh, I've been driving all day doing my deliveries. Blah 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 blah. I mean, I, I was guess doing you deliveries did...
2: today. Oh, huh? okay. Well, why didn't you do them yesterday? Or you did. I did a lot of deliveries yesterday and then I had more to do today and I had an interview for a new sales rep for the radio station. I had a lot going on. But I got a lot Ooh. done and Moving I'm happy on. about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I take right, I take my newspapers over to Cutler, Illinois. Oh, i, I sorry. We'll just blow me
3: off.
1: That's fine. He was going to talk about his two documentaries. We're
2: not done with the documentaries. Oh, well, my Jeff. God. I want to tell a story. Well, you can well, tell you it. I nearly hours. died. Well, we'll get to that you in took a minute. As, I really did, you actually. T- you know,
3: I mean, you took as much time as 9-11 lasted to tell us about
2: that. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Do you realize?
2: And I didn't know this, and it seemed much longer. The time in between the two planes hitting the two towers is only like 17 minutes. It's not long at all. No, and it, but it long seemed long. like an eternity when you're sitting there watching it, and then you see that anyway. See, I, I didn't. I,
3: you'll like, Jeff, you'll like the 9-11 podcast out there. It's actually called uh, Missing on 9-11. It's about a woman who went missing on September 10th, and they never found, never found her body, never found anything. They have no idea where she ended up but really? they talk about 911 like all the possibilities and the last episode they play uh these FBI agents were doing an undercover sting they had an informant out meeting with somebody at the restaurant at the World Trade Center I forget which one it was but they were there and everything is on tape the whole thing is on audio
2: oh my and god it's
3: pretty wild like you can hear both both planes hitting all that What's the name cool. of the podcast? Missing on 911 I think
2: okay so, I'll yeah, have to look really that cool. up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the
3: story's cool. You guys, as as journalists, actually would probably enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so I, I'll give you I'll give you three like quick rundowns um, because I, I forgot about one. Um, first one, fun one, screwball. Okay, all about the uh, steroid stuff and the guy oh, who actually supplied it. Like, oh, like with, with McGuire
2: and Sosa and all that. Nope, the base- nope, no,
3: no. Nope. Later on with like the Mitchell Report stuff, like so, a rod. Many is oh, uh, one of my favorite guys ever. The guy who supplied it—it's so cool because it's—it's it's fucking hilarious because they used kids to reenact the scenes and they play these <laughs> older adults. It's really entertaining to I like watch. That. That's um, a twist. Yeah, it was twist. really cool. It was really cool to watch. You should do like, that with this like young
1: kid looking like a Rod. It's really funny. They should do that with like true crime, like mafia ones.
2: That would be, I want to oh, see like some
1: 12-year-old whack another 12-year-old or something. I think
2: there was a movie like that one time <laughs> where it was kids and they had the Tommy guns and everything. God, I wish mm-hmm. I could think of what it was. I don't know. I'd be entertained by that. But yeah. anyway.
3: So another one was, um, uh, oh, God, it was uh, uh, The Million Dollar Man. Uh, Steve Austin? Ted DiBiase. N- no, Ted DiBiase. His, <laughs> his documentary. Oh, he's the $6 million man. Very interesting. I didn't and know there then, was a
1: documentary out about Ted DiBiase. Yeah,
3: it's on uh, Prime, I believe. Okay. And,
1: um, I used I to love watching him wrestle. I, met, I don't know if it's called I, I met him in Price. grade school, actually. Did you actually. really? I did. Oh, yeah? Ted DiBiase came to my class in grade school because the girl, <laughs> one of the girls in my class, her dad was a pastor, and Ted DiBiase is very he became one. He's very religious, and he was he very, one. very involved in the church that this mm-hmm. girl's dad was a pastor and and so Ted DiBiase he still comes to that church periodically um and uh but yeah he was very very into that that you know religion and uh he so he came so she had him come to class so no I met Ted DiBiase back in the day nice
3: yeah it's a cool doc and it it touches on his religion and stuff and his kids like confronting him about you know all the bullshit he pulled but uh but it's a good doc to watch and then in general um The show on the show, it's on HBO Max. uh, How it really happened. There's like five seasons. The episodes are like 45 to 55 minutes long. They go over everything like the OJ case, Michael Jordan's father's murder. Uh, I just watched the one on um, the Oklahoma City bombing, which blew my mind because. I mean, I was alive during it. I knew old enough to understand it, but yeah. I just never really dove into it. You get the details. It's like, holy shit. That guy basically could have blew up the whole goddamn city. Like, he, the whole neighborhood, the whole block was was rattled from it. Um, they've got stuff like that. they got, you know, Nicole, uh, Anna Nicole, the story about her last days, yeah. Heath Ledger. Really cool um, – Docu series, so to speak, with different different things. So I highly recommend that as well. But and that concludes
1: uh, the segment of documentaries. <laughs> brought saying, to you the, by month, two guys the monthly documentary <laughs> yes. report. Um, okay, we Jeff. We should do a segment. We should do a segment. We pretty much Sorry, do. Jeff, I know
3: We should do. No, we should do a segment where we have every month we do a we pick a documentary that everybody's got to watch, and we can uh, somehow well, get like everybody's input into yeah, if it. If it I'm still going to be here, on, I'd like it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, I mean, no, Jeff, no, Jeff, I'm talking to Nick.
1: The only person at this point <laughs> that's removing himself from all this is you. I mean, you know, I. in a perfect world, you'd prove me as a total liar, and you'd just stay on, and it'd be no big deal. But, you know, whatever. So, anyway, why don't you tell the fine folks your story, since you were so keen on doing so earlier. Or are you, yes. gonna, are
2: you gonna? gonna Tell put, us how you died. you going to put Almost. your phone down? Uh, I nearly died. Okay. So, by the way, <laughs> I got to point this out. I found the movie. It's called Bugsy Malone. What movie? Okay, hold on. <laughs> <God>. I think <laughs> it, it means the one with away. the kids. Yeah. Uh uh uh. Yeah, there's one where it's it's an entire teenage cast. It's uh it's called Bugsy Malone. It was made in 1976. It's G rated, but the whole cast is like kids but as mafia. So, anyway, It took me a while to find that. Okay. I nearly died. You ready for this? Yeah. I've never had anything like this happen to me before, and it scared the living hell out of me today. So I'm driving around. I've just delivered some of my newspapers. I'm getting ready. I'm on my way up to do some shopping, which I never got to do because of the time suck that this created. And I was going to do that and then come over here to record with you guys. So... I am coming up on this T in the road where I'm going to have to stop and turn and go left. And as I'm approaching the T, I go to put my foot on the brakes, and the pedal drops to the floor. Wait, what? Meaning his brakes didn't work. My brakes it completely brakes failed. Holy shit. The pedal goes to the floor, and at that point, if I had had a piece of coal in my ass, which I do on most days, but if I had a piece <laughs> of coal in my ass, <laughs> I'd have made a diamond. diamond. Because I am like, holy fuck, I'm going to die. And I jan- I start just stomping on the brakes, and I fi- finally start pumping them enough that I get a little braking action. And I come to a stop into the intersection, but I, I was able to get it stopped. Well, then I'm like, well, what do I do? Because I can't take this anywhere. It was It's our delivery vehicle that I own for the newspaper. So I decided I'm not that far you know, from Pinckneyville. I'm just going to limp this thing home. And I literally probably broke several laws. I limped that thing home at, like, 10, 15 miles an hour for about six miles. And, yeah, drove. What do you mean you limped it home? I just drove at 10 miles an hour all the way Uh. home because I could stop it at 10 miles an hour. But if I was going 55, like, I couldn't get back on the highway. So what I did is I jumped on. I know, you know, I grew up down there. I know the back roads. And I jumped on the back road between Pinckneyville and uh, Cutler. And literally just limped the thing home and parked it at the uh, you know the car repair place, and they're gonna come out and work on it tomorrow. So they come out and look at it, and I have brake fluid just sprayed all down the I side was of the ask car that. and Jeez. all over the tire. It's yeah, it was a whole thing. So I'm assuming somebody cut my brake line. Get the fuck out of here!
3: You think somebody's out to get me? There's knows. actually
2: enough people that totally dislike really? Jeff that
1: I could see that somebody would have decided to people go to take Clint. great offense to you writing stories about them. Jeff has motherfucked <laughs> a lot of people over the years, <laughs> 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 but rightfully so.
2: I'm not. Scrono-lamo. Yeah, I mean,
1: let's be real. I'm not saying they didn't deserve it, but I'm just saying that you know they may have taken offense. They don't like their <laughs> wow. their. Transgressions put on the front page. Then of a don't transgress. Paper. Don't yes. do them. Yet. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Don't don't
1: waste gum, You so know nice. taxpayer money. And that I was so funny to you. look at, by the way, because Jeff got real animated when it's like, then don't do it. He like get the eye wide eyes. And then I just <laughs> casually, real quickly, glanced down at Nick, and Nick's like the same look, just the wide eyes, <laughs> the oh, like then don't do it. And don't like, do it. It's like wow, both of you at the same time yeah. just got really animated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, like, stop fucking No,
2: I'm sure it's just don't a pin. Idiot. It's a pinhole in one of the lines or something, or the line came <laughs> loose. But you never know. <laughs> well, that was not
1: nearly as thrilling. Well, i the... I nearly sure. died. I mean, Chef, it wasn't thrilling. Well, you, I didn't, you, didn't, you didn't play it up like I would have thought. You You kind of like. <sighs> no, it just, doesn't matter. I'm just softball, glad he's dude. here. I want to get back to my app, I'm glad
3: he's here for
1: the last
2: show.
1: I know, I know. That's true. I mean, I don't want the guy dead. I'll say that much.
2: No, did you no, cut my brake line? I did
1: not. I just said I. He didn't, is really bitter I just said, about this. I didn't want you dead, so why Nick would thought, I? Why would I cut? Nick your break thought line? we
3: weren't we were going to have any content for
1: today's show, so yeah. cut your brake line. He <laughs> <laughs> would have been the Gator Memorial episode. Here, he'll, <laughs> he'll want to talk about this slit. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, remember,
2: remember when Gator died? Thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> he. The thing is, he he's, just, he's just mad <laughs> <laughs> because he knows we're going to start up the Seinfeld cast.
1: Uh, he is pretty pissed about yeah. that. I, I'm a little, yeah. better. a little better. Did, Did you really not know we park? were doing that? No. I thought we told you. Nah, you guys aren't doing shit. I don't too. know if
3: we're doing three or four. I, well, we, I say four episodes a week, but we'll i I've do been it pushing for four because I think we need we'll to get do it, it done. It'd be good. It'd yeah. be real good. We'll have Julia Louis Dreyfus on. Oh, I'm all in. I love her. Hmm. We
1: could do it. Guess what, motherfucker? Well it's time for three <laughs> cigars that we smoked and enjoyed totally this week. Forgot. <laughs> I forgot about that motherfucker. <laughs> I was say. Love it. I don't Love know it. if I have a list of my sticks. Well, that's gonna be a problem for you, Jeff, because it's that time for you to actually uh you step up and name stuff? off some of the I recipes.
2: did last time actually. So I actually did.
3: I'm going to Instagram because I, I got I, I was smoking too much stuff. I'll start off. I I mean, the the Perdomo original firecracker was the cigar that I smoked. Um, I'll even say, shit. My three cigars. Let's 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 just kill the suspense here. My three cigars, Nick. The Perdomo firecracker, the new ones. Okay. Uh, And then all three of um, of uh, Phil Zangy's new uh, Indian motorcycle. Sorry, Jeff. You okay?
1: No, he's choking on his apple.
3: I do. I'm Apple. Edit.
1: Uh, oh no, I'm leaving no, that
3: in. All, all three of uh, Phil Zange's, uh new lines uh, with the Indian motorcycle: the the Habano, the Maduro, and the, I believe the Natural. Um, all three of those. So those are my four cigars for the week. Uh, all of them fantastic. Uh, nice. I highly recommend them. Also. Yeah, I don't know if you can get. Did you see uh, the the firecracker was
1: re released this week? But I did. It, it came out Monday morning, and Ooh. I don't. I didn't buy any, so I. Don't I didn't know, try. To. I didn't try, and I'll be honest. I don't know if they're still available or not. I kind of doubt it, but no. Um,
3: I I asked Dave um, what what their run was. He told me. Um, I won't say unless because I don't know if he wants it out there. But uh, if uh, yeah, the the run sold the number. They had to sold out. Yeah. There's no way they didn't. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. So I'm done. Okay. That was quick. like You, you want to go? It was efficient. Yeah. I had a Project 40 Alec Bradley. I yeah, had it so still yeah. sitting in the humidor. Yeah. It's one of that experimental series. It was good. Yeah. Very good cigar. Well, there you go. I uh, I tried the Casa
1: Cuevas Patrimonio this week. Um, good cigar. I mean, it was a little lighter in... Uh, um, uh body a little lighter in flavor than i kind of expected um but you know all in all it wasn't a bad smoke
2: um i i enjoyed it there you go i had a don rafael nicaragua oh look at you i know right i did some deep diving i was i was running out of my uh, budget sticks and i did a deep dive in the humidor
1: okay there's nothing wrong with that oh, so the cigars are okay
2: well, yeah, exactly. As long as you know if they're they're okay. Well, yeah, I mean, you must have a big humidor, Jeff. <laughs> I, no, I want it. <laughs> I want it over at the Hill Cigar oh Company God. in St. Louis.
3: So he has no idea. You just gotta see that plane just go right over his head with the joke over. Yeah. It?
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm gonna eat my apple. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna say eat his ass. I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of came to mind immediately. It uh, it's like, what, I'm gonna why? eat my ass. And I'm like, what? oh god, it's like, why would that come to your mind?
1: I, I don't know. I just don't understand. Anyway, my second one is uh, uh, from the fine folks over at Jerry Tobacco. I had the uh, Aladino. Vintage selection in the Elegante or Lancero size. Ooh, the Elegante. I am not a Lancero guy. I keep saying this, but let me tell you, that vintage selection in the Lancero, fantastic cigar.
2: There you go. Hey, and real
1: quick,
3: Jeff, to interrupt you, uh, just quick, please. while you're doing that, shout out to your uh, to your sponsor, Jerry. While I was at Two Guys, I did have a um, Corojo Reserve. Dude, was, uh, right, isn't it good? Oh, my God, it was such a, it, it was a punch in the face, too, but it was such a like a good punch, like mm-hmm. a love tap.
2: Have you tried the Cameroon? Uh,
3: oh, yeah. I've had the Cameroon. I sent him uh, some Cameroon. Yep. Oh okay, I, got, I had Nick give me some. Way yeah, back when it first came out. <clears throat> Yeah, those are good. Yep.
2: Well, okay, so I'm going to talk about, uh, I believe, the brother here. I had a Roa 20 series. Oh, okay. Look at that, the Red Band. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, Nice cigar. That's kind it of was, a darker
1: cigar for you. It is,
2: it is. I, I don't know if it was a Maduro or a Habano, but very, very good cigar.
1: Okay, okay. Well, my last one here is one that uh, came from a box of cigars that I actually purchased from my monthly cigars.
2: Oh, there you go. uh, It is
1: a CAO Consigliere. I bought those. When did I buy those from you, Nick? It might have been about a year ago, I guess. Oh, at at least. least. Eight eight to 12 months ago. And I still am sitting on half of that box. And so I've been like slowly parsing them out. And I got one out the other night. And I don't know if it was just like the clouds parted and everything came together. That was like the perfect smoke. It smoked mm. beautifully. The draw was perfect. The burn line was perfect. The smoke production on it was perfect. Mm. That's one of those cigars that I found that you have to smoke a little slower than mm-hmm. uh, than other cigars. And I don't know if like my smoking speed just was, was on point for it or what, but I had the perfect smoking experience with that cigar the other night. Oh, that's awesome. Make sure,
3: make sure you save something for next month.
1: Oh, dude! I've got plenty for next month. Okay, and let me tell you, when I am when the gonna. Movie comes out. Oh, I'm gonna be marathoning the hell out of that movie over and over and over. Oh, that's. Although right. the first, the first time I go to see it, it, we're talking about the Many Saints of Newark. Yeah, for everybody what do you mean, going to see it, it's gonna be on. It's TV? gonna be in theaters and on HBO. But I yeah. think I think I'm gonna try and go and see it in theaters first. Just to get that full immersion experience, and then I'll just marathon it a whole bunch of times on HBO oh, after you're that. Op-
3: you're opposite of me. I, I, I can't remember the last movie I saw in
1: well, the theater. Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, actually comes out today, the day this episode drops, yep. and uh, newest Marvel movie, and that's only in theater. so I will be going to see that now, sometime
2: this week. Now, I was siding with, uh, what's her name, uh, Sue Disney. Uh,
1: Scarlett Johansson. I Scarlett was siding jo- with mm-hmm.
2: Scarlett Johansson. And I actually went and saw her movie in the theater. What was it? I don't even remember what it was. Black Widow. Nothing's clicking in my brain after that near death experience today. Black Widow. Yeah. I went to see that in the theater. I like
1: how he's blaming the near death experience for his. He's got a lot going on. Lack he's of
2: waiting attention. for his $10. Yeah. <laughs>
3: 1099. Yeah,
2: right. See, Gervais I mean, gets it. I anyway. do. I understand.
3: That apple's killing you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: stole
1: it from Nick's, and it's not very good. Like, I was planning to eat it the whole show, and I'm like, nah, I don't want this. I bought a bag of them at Target. I don't know how good they are.
2: Yeah, they're not. They're kind of a, they're like a baking apple.
1: Is it? Yeah, they're not, very, not like an apple, no. Okay.
2: Not even tart, just solid, just a firm piece of fruit.
1: Well, at least it's still firm. Yes. It's been yeah. A while. It's actually been like a week and a half since I bought those, so like, kind of wondered at some point when they're going to start going soft on me.
2: Probably full of GMOs. They may never go bad. You it's never true. know.
1: Yeah. possible.
3: I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm enjoying this uh, the Mark Twain, the riverboat. But one of the things I do like about the show every Friday is uh is our buddy Broccoli. Big Brock.
2: Broccoli uh, Rob, Broccoli
3: Rob.
1: Final third. I'm excited to hear what he has to the this week. Are we gonna hear from him? It is time for final third Friday with our man Broccoli Rob. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man Broccoli Rob.
0: Happy Friday, brothers and sisters of the leaf. This is your man, Brock, coming to you from the Final Third Cigar Deck Lounge, smoking the K by Karen Berger Maduro for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. I met the folks from Karen Berger and Don Kiki Cigars at the Boutique Cigar Festival at Cedar Creek Winery a couple of weeks ago, and they were awesome people. I hadn't smoked any of their lines, so I thought I'd share a review of one of the best sellers of theirs, the K by Karen Berger Maduro. This cigar is a medium strength Nicaraguan Puro utilizing a Nicaragua Maduro wrapper and Nicaraguan binder and fillers. I am smoking the 7x38 Lancero for this review. The construction on this cigar was a little sloppy but held together well. The aroma on the foot was milk chocolate and the cold draw reminded me of the fake Newton. Upon light up, the first third has notes of cedar, leather, rich tobacco, and baker's chocolate with pepper lingering on the tongue and through the retrohale. Now the second third took an odd turn for me with notes of toasted graham and baking spices which were nice, but the prominent note was a soapy and floral note that didn't hit my palate well. White and red pepper were present on the tongue and lingered on through the retrohale. The final third has notes of toasted cedar, bitter baking spice, and that same floral soapy note but not as prominent in this third. The pepper is still lingering on the palate and through the retrohale. The ash held on strong and the cigar had a good draw, burn, and smoke output throughout. I had to relight it once at the midway point, but did not have to correct the burn line at all. In the end, the K by Karen Berger Maduro did not hit all the marks for my palate, but was a good smoking experience and I ended up giving this cigar a Final Third Cigar rating of 83. It was a good smoking experience, but some of the flavor notes didn't jive with my palate. If you're in the central Indiana area, I'd love to meet you and smoke a cigar with you. I have some exciting news coming very soon to Final Third Cigar, so stay tuned. You can follow me on Instagram, at Final Third Cigar, and also check out Final Third Cigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar-related content. Have a great weekend, and remember to relax, smoke the cigars, drink the bourbon, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the Brock. Until next week, cheers.
2: Man, I love Brock. He's a good man. He's a good man. Is he going to make it out for the Riverman event? Yes, he will be here. I can't wait to see him. Nice. Did we get through all of them? Um, I had my three.
1: I had my three. And I gave you, like, seven, so. And my neighbor is, like, speeding <laughs> by. Yeah.
2: Some little, like, crutch rockety uh, like, drift car. There's a couple of guys up
1: the street that either drive those kind of, like, you know, fast and furious cars, or they drive those really, really loud giant pickup trucks. Yes, and they go the the a cool fuck off yeah. pickup. They go by at all times of day and night, so <laughs> always cool fun. Guys. Well, yeah. we've have got you ever the seen the South Park. What
3: have you seen the South Park with the, with all the motorcycles? The guys with the motorcycles. Oh, oh yeah.
1: yeah,
3: I'm not gonna say what they <laughs> call them. It's yeah, not, no, not I know safe. exactly
1: what you're talking about.
2: Though. Oh, so funny. No, <laughs> we've got a neighbor <laughs> that every night goes out at like 11:30 at night and fires up his giant fuck off diesel. And lets it idle for a half hour before he goes to work, and Kristen wants to go over and set it on fire. Like it wakes everybody Maybe in the Kristen house
1: up. Cut your brake line. Why? Well, that. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you never know, man. Yeah, twenty twenty Friday or whatever
2: it is. Dun dun dun. Yeah, you never know. Ooh. Shoot, for that matter, it might have been my kid.
1: <laughs> I mean that's the problem. The list of suspects is very long. Yeah. Oh Addy
2: would want to take me out. That kid more, hates me. It's
1: more who isn't on the list than who is on the
2: list. I think Gervais has got my back. And he's too Absolutely. far away to have cut it. I got your
1: back. I'm not
3: I'm not coming, I'm not flying up there just to cut your brake line. I'd pay somebody to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait a minute! Did I, I, I That sounds like so. almost like an admission. It does oh, actually. Really now he's really on really. the list. Hey, <laughs> speaking of shows, I don't know if either one of you guys have watched it. Um, along these lines of you know who who may have done it and everything, but I there, feel
3: like I feel like I know exactly where you're going. With only this.
1: murders in the building. Yes! on Hulu. I just it's it got Martin Martin, Martin Martin Short and yep. Steve Martin. There's three episodes out right now. You can't yeah, tell first me first I haven't film. got to see oh, it. Oh, and it's on the list. It's so good. I'm digging it. It's
2: on the list. I watch well, anything
1: with those guys. G- two geniuses. Oh, totally. They're <coughs> a little subdued.
3: I but it's perfect. Like that's what that's why they're so smart. Like yeah, I totally. I saw ball. them
2: in concert in St. Louis. I know. Like, like yeah, last year, did, and it was good so show. good. Yeah, you I, know. Mean? I remember. Yeah, you took like took Kristen and, like
1: everybody to that show. If I remember,
2: yeah, kind of did actually. <laughs> now that I think about it,
1: that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah. Uh, Super good show. I've been I've been really digging that. I watched that and then I watched um Vacation Friends. I watched that last night. Oh, is that not the best? It's on Don't know what that is. It's on Hulu. It's a movie. Uh, That's a tow truck. is going on in your place. It's oh. A tow, a tow truck, truck going by, but it's like towing a like, like a semi. Like the front end of a semi truck. Yeah, the truck, the trailer port. or not the trailer. Yeah, the, the truck, truck portion. Uh, no, anyway, that okay. A, have, you, have you seen it too? You have It's seen on it Hulu. Device? It's got John, John, John Cena in it, and then oh, I, I know God. I've seen the other guy in a bunch of stuff, but I don't know his name.
2: I, I can't think of anybody else's name in it, but it is so good. Basically, this couple goes on vacation. You can't say much. You'll give it away to everybody. Wait, what? I don't think you can say much more than that. I've seen the
1: previews, and it gives me... I have no desire. Well, no, the, you don't no, get it. Here's You're the thing. missing out. It's entertaining. It's not one I would have paid to see at the movie theater, but... If I'm already paying for Hulu and it's available on Hulu, it was perfect. It's a it, popcorn movie. It was a good hour and a half to sit out, have a cigar, and just kind of
2: chill and laugh and
1: relax in the driveway.
2: Can I say one thing without giving too much away? If, I, if you're going to watch me, the movie and you don't want me to spoil something, fast forward like 30 seconds, okay? You ready? And go. The cocaine on the margaritas was the funniest fucking thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> They're all like, "This salt doesn't taste very salty." <laughs> well, that's because it's cocaine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> then,
2: who, who does that? And she goes, "Well, we're on vacation." It was just so absurd. It really was. Yeah, but it really is. I mean, it's it's entertaining. It was a neat I movie. It. I liked it. Yeah. Anyway,
1: all right. Well. Yeah, very very more, good. More movies and TV shows for everyone. Sure. You know, people they, if nothing else, we give people options <laughs> for, for other other entertainment yeah. venues than exactly. us. Exactly. Yes. Hey,
3: you know what, if I can, I'm gonna, I'm just going to chime in here. Um, and you're right because you guys you guys have multiple aspects of the show. There's it's not just one-sided, and that's why you guys aren't boring, you know. And I mean this truthfully, you know, I'm not just just bullshit Kissing your ass because you're not Dave Garofalo. Because <laughs> you I got the authority now. What what do you need say, us for. Yeah. He's moved up but in the world. He I doesn't need us this, anymore. And, you know, I know your heads are big enough as it is, but, uh, you know, in talking to <laughs> That's what to she Dave, <laughs> said. <laughs> uh, high five. High five. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> uh, very nice. Very nice. nice. Uh, <laughs> but, in, you know, in talking to Dave, we did talk about you guys. Uh, what? You know, it was about, it was about six seconds. But, oh, uh, okay. <laughs>
2: I'll take no, it. No, but
3: we did, we did talk about you guys because he knows I work with you guys and, um, you know, he, he listens to the show and, and, uh... That still blows you know, my mind, by the way. It does. He agrees. People. He agrees with me. I said, you know, these guys have something here and and they're entertaining for more reasons, uh, you know, than, than you can even imagine. And, uh, you know, he really, he really likes what you guys are doing. He thinks what you're onto is, uh... Something great. So, you know, uh, just wanted to make sure you guys were aware of that. that uh, so don't know, fuck it industry. up, Gator. I guess it's a shame I'm blowing it up. <laughs> he really says the idea is just to do two shows a week, and if you both can't do it, then it's over. It's
1: time. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm, it's taking a long time, and I don't know if I'm going to have it ready for Tuesday's episode or not, but I'm trying to develop, like, the ultimate soundboard of, you know... Is he not there? ...of Gator, so that, you know, basically I can just, like plug in, like, you know, all the things he would normally say. It's like, so Gator, what are you getting on this cigar? Taste of notes and pecans and road <laughs> fruit. you know? And, like, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> just just find little words and clips, and I just assemble a Gator, you know? <laughs> it's like I have the technology. I can rebuild him, you know? <laughs> nice. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to throw out one I, more
2: show before we're done yeah, with the ahead. shows. You ready? That's fine. It looks like Nick's looking something up anyway. Have, no, have, I
3: got something to throw Have
2: any of you guys been watching... The American Horror Story this year. No. Mm-mm. Dude, you got to circle back and watch this. Yeah. It, no. I gave up
3: after the first couple seasons. No, hold thing.
2: on. The first season was great. The other one's kind of lagged a little bit. This one ties back in to the first season. And what they did initially here... There's like here, two seasons going on at the same
1: time right now, though.
2: Okay, but that's, that's just it. So what they did is they did some one-and-out episodes. One of them is like a two-part, and then there's other... And they're all just one-and-outs, okay? I'm listening. But they tie back together. <laughs> nice. And now they've started like the actual season of it after those one and outs, and they're doing like the double features, what they're calling it. And it has been incredible this year, and I think a lot of it is because they had that extra time with COVID. They put a lot of time into the writing on these episodes, and they brought back a lot of characters from the first seasons. And it's it really is worth circling back on. Paris Jackson is one of the one of the characters.
3: Michael Jackson's kid.
2: Yeah. And yep. so is Cindy Crawford's daughter. She's incredible in this thing. It's really, really good. She look guys. like her mom. Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. Oh, she's a beautiful <laughs> young lady. It's I don't know how old good. she is, so I won't say Craw- any more than that. What?
1: Cindy Crawford's hot man, even today. Oh yeah, she yeah. aged well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, her daughter is just a beautiful young girl, and they how really. Young? I don't know, and that's why I'm not saying any more. I don't want to get all skeezy. <laughs> all right. I'm going to leave it at that, but a, then. But a beautiful young woman. And so that being said, does an incredible job in this thing. Like, they really tie this thing together really, really well. Because they go back to the murder house.
1: Okay. Yeah, Holy it's, shit. Guys,
2: if, I- if you watch the first season, at least watch what they've done this year with American Horror Story. I just like to Nick, incredible incredible. It's like
3: an American Horror Story right now. Well, I mean, that goes wheel. without On saying. On an
2: unrelated note, I just did a retro. I'm down to
1: the last, like, what, inch of this thing. And I just did a retro hail. And, oh, my, that, that pepper. I and, did one, too. Pepper and Spice, man. Pepper oh, and Spice. Everything nice. Look at you being a champ. What do you want, man? Get up. <laughs> All right. Woo, that
3: Here's burns. What I'm going to give a shout-out here to... Uh, your group, which is amazing, the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners. The parishioners are, are unbelievable. I mean,
2: Our Facebook group, No yep. joke.
3: Every time you put something up there, there's a response, whether it's a question, uh, just any topic. They're amazing. Uh, so, shout out to all you guys. And, you know, today I put up, I said that I'd be recording with you guys tonight. So, if there was anything specific they wanted to hear about, it's there was almost an really Ask good the Boys
2: answers. in typed form. Kind of. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. And,
3: and, kind of. And to be honest, I didn't think we'd have anything to talk about. So I was like, let's, <laughs> let's get some. And here we are an hour and a half later. Yeah, let's get some free topics. So um, thank you to everybody who answered and, and brought some stuff up. Uh, one person uh, brought up three great things that I think we should really start talking about uh, abortion, religion, and politics. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh,
2: I'm good. I'm good. You know, maybe (laughs) we just take a Adam protocol on that one. (laughs) Uh, That was uh, I'm uh, not going to play the noise, but but I'm good. Okay, yeah,
3: that was Larry. Larry, I believe Larry's from uh, I uh, I want to say he's from where I I used to live for a little bit in Waltham, Mass. So, Larry, thank you for that. Uh, One funny one was uh, Russ Walker brought up. (laughs) Please, please, no politics. Lol. Either of you had the Ron Mexico stick? So I don't know what he's talking about, but I replied, I, don't either. I, hope, I hope you're not talking about Michael Vick. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys know that reference at all. I don't know all. that reference no. though. So when Michael Vick, a long time ago, he used to use the alias of Ron Mexico when he would go get, like, massages and stuff, and he
2: actually... Are we using the uh, air quotes around massage?
3: Well, yeah, because there was a woman that actually uh, accused him of purposely... Giving her an SCD, and he used the name Ron Mexico. So I don't know oh, if that's God. what he's talking about, but uh, yeah, that was a joke back then. Um, let's see, uh, Gator, one for you. Can you really taste the Esteli?
2: And Absolutely. What makes, it,
3: what makes the Esteli distinct?
2: It's that indescribable quality.
3: <laughs> yeah, we can't describe it. So there's your answer, <laughs> and that answers for Jay Stanley. Uh, I'm scrolling through here. Uh, Nick, I think this one might be for you. Best home-brewed iced tea recipe. And this is coming from Andrew McGee in the UK. So, okay.
1: That is interesting. Um, because is I, I, I did. Because I looked at Eesh. it. I did look at these already. <laughs> I didn't know that this was coming. And show prep. I, I, mm-hmm. I do show prep. But anyway, I mentioned it to Jeff. And I personally, you know, you brew the water, you seep the tea in it. You put it in the fridge, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. Jeff? Now, you have to keep it at a certain temperature when you brew it because you don't want to get the tannins because it makes it bitter. So, Jeff,
1: you, though, said that you make sun tea. So why don't you describe the process of making sun tea? There is
2: nothing better in the summer than making a big jar of sun tea. Do you know what I'm talking about, Gervais? What? Thank you. Thank you for listening in. <laughs>
3: no, so, no clue what you're talking okay. about. Okay.
2: So what you do is you get like, a, you know, I, you can use like a uh, clear pitcher. Um, I use a big like, like gallon or plus mason jar that I've got, you know, some from the farm, the old timey ones. And what you do is you put the water in it. You put the tea bags down in it. Maybe a little mint out of the garden if you want to. I mean, it's up to you. It's your tea. You could pretty much do whatever you want. And you set it like out on the, what I do is set it out on the back deck and just let the sun brew the tea for you, and yeah. it's just a jar of sun tea is just incredible, man. Hmm. You know, now, do you, you, you let add it,
3: anything to that when you drink it or not. No,
2: I drink it. I just put it over ice and drink it. I I'm right. not a sugar like a sweet tea guy. I'm I'm a Yankee. Mm. I got to drink my tea with you know unsweet. Very cool. And nothing's worse. Nothing in this world is worse. And I we may have talked about it on oh, here, yeah. but I'm going to revisit when you. Get an iced tea at a fast food restaurant, like through the drive through and you pull away and you take that first sip of that syrup and realize they gave you yep. the wrong tea. Yep. I, I, want, sure. I want to go burn them down. Well,
1: it's because they use sweet and unsweet as the designators. And so with those, you know, squawk boxes they've got in the drive-through, all it takes is them missing that first little syllable, that really vital syllable of un. un. And then you've got sweet tea coming your way. And Ooh. so and my they God. really need to start doing sweet and plain or su- or sweet tea and iced tea, you know, something like that. That way there's some sort of a differentiator. Yeah, cuz you will say plain. Yeah, I'll unsweet say tea. I'll say unsweet plain, please. And what do I, they give you? Know, I get unsweet. Unless Is it they like mess a up, brand? what now?
3: Is it like a brand? Like I don't want to name brands, but like, oh, I'm fine with that. I like Le-
1: Louisiana. Oh no, oh I, I
2: wouldn't even. know. Whatever, whatever. I don't. I, don't know. I like Louisiana I mean, tea better than Lipton tea. Whatever, but
1: but or no, Lipton. no, 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 no. Like when I'm going through McDonald's or something, or Sonic, you know, or Sonic or where, I'll say unsweet, plain, as in kind of like how if you order a sandwich plain, you
2: know, they just don't put all the shit on it. Same sure. concept with the tea. It's like, no, I want unsweet. And, and plain you know, syrup. you know it's not sugar. They're pouring some kind of high fructose corn syrup in this thing because they're not back there. Nobody's back there stirring the sugar in to dissolve it. And I don't want to drink that poison. So I like plain unsweet iced tea. But yeah, okay. if you guys haven't tried making sun tea, just give that a go. Just put a couple of tea bags and some water in a in a quart mason jar and just let it brew itself in the sun, because basically it's the thermal from the sun hitting it creates the brew, and it's really, really good.
3: And you can get mason jars pretty cheap on Amazon can get, like, a whole
2: box of them. Or just like go to a local. store. Or, yeah, go to a store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big Amazon guy. House. Amazon's killing our downtowns. And and, yeah, some and he, yeah. he took Three our years. money and flew into space on a penis rocket. They
3: took our jabs. Um... Next one, I, I'll go to. Are we done with the, the tea? I'm sorry, Nick. Do you have anything else to add? No, no we're good. I don't have anything. I've done an on
2: the tea front. I like no. iced
3: tea, and most of it's from bottles already made. I don't. Drink oh, it, yeah. Just I you
2: know. get some Louisiana tea bags and make yourself some. But sun I don't tea. drink it
3: often. I don't really drink it often. I mean, the only ice thing I have is coffee. Dude, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna
2: lie to you. I probably and Nick, Nick can back me up on this, and he's not too far behind me. I'll bet you money. That I drink probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 128 ounces or more of tea a day.
1: God, I'm damn. close to that. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll wow. do. I'll
2: do several like root 44 iced teas at Sonic Holy in mom. a day's time. And coffee's the same way. I'll drink a whole pot of coffee, and I'll yeah, let it go cold, it and I'll drink it at yeah. night on ice.
3: Can't do that. Man. Oh, I
2: love iced coffee.
3: Because if you let coffee sit long enough, the oils kind of they they, they actually like hey, i think it's usually to be honest when you brew a pot of coffee after 15 to 25 minutes the oils actually start to uh, drop and it's almost like they, they get to the bottom i forget what the word is for it but um so you're losing that initial flavor so your first cup or two out of a pot is great so you're almost better off like nick like when you have that little small pot yeah um that's usually probably a better one and you just keep redoing uh, Rebrewing another pot is almost better than doing like a gigantic. Yeah, and pot see, I'm
2: coffee. not proud. I'll make the 12 cups and then, like sure, I said, drink like it all day it. long. Hey,
3: listen, teach his
0: own.
2: And no. you know, you know what I put in my coffee first thing in the morning? This is gonna, this is gonna blow you away, and I don't even think Nick knows this. I, I put, honey? I put a little bit of honey. Mm-hmm. I put a little bit of um, uh, coconut oil. I put turmeric, black pepper, mm-hmm. and cinnamon. See, the,
3: the, the black pepper I have not heard of. but everything The, the black I pepper heard.
2: ties in with the uh, turmeric. It helps you get the That's beneficial true. properties. it, it like, like 40 times as much absorption of the turmeric if you put black pepper with it.
3: I bet all of that would taste fantastic in uh, a, a freshly brewed cup of fucking <laughs> good coffee. I really do.
2: I wouldn't think <laughs> of doing it in any other.
3: Of course not. Of course but not. But yeah,
2: the cinnamon. The reason for the cinnamon, it helps. It, well, and I'm no doctor here, so don't take my advice and all that BS. But I use ceylon cinnamon, and it's supposed to help regulate your your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So I take the, every morning. It's kind of a routine. I make that up and just drink it as I'm in the bath. You know, oh, preparing myself for the day. T-
3: TMI. TMI.
2: Nick knows I FaceTime him from the tub all the time. Sure <laughs> I don't accept
1: I don't accept those FaceTime calls. I don't accept FaceTime calls from you because of that exact reason. <laughs> the only the only male tub pictures I look at are, are from my Uncle Rick.
3: Uncle Ricky Gervais.
1: Um, he's got oh, some funny ones. I was gonna say I'm like, Wait, yeah, a where's minute. this going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like, dude, if your uncle's sending you tub pictures then you got issues, man. But it, okay. do
2: you just call him uncle or is he really family? No, I mean, like, why would I call him Uncle I if he was I think we've covered that before. But <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay. All right. So, real quick, <laughs> that's,
3: that's, that's why what I'm leaving. leaving.
2: I'm running out of material. Oh
3: I don't want to say that's not a legit question, but let's go to another question. I think cigar related, which is really good from Joshua Fox. Okay.
2: It's, looks like
3: Joshua's got a, um, a really cool little uh, lounge setup. I like what he's doing. He's uh, kind of stolen my, my idea, which I didn't put out there publicly. So he didn't really steal it, but he's got his border. Uh, On a ceiling of different cigar boxes, which is really cool. I like that idea. Did he just use the um, lids or the whole box? It looks like he's using the lids. Um, My idea is to use the whole box. I think you know the depth perception thing is is cool. But anyways, uh, I like what he's doing. And his question was, um, how to keep the air clean in a home cigar lounge? Now, I don't. You guys don't have a home cigar lounge, right? You don't smoke inside. Yeah, I sit outside. Yeah. Yeah, I sit outside. I don't either. I don't either, but I've looked into and I've done research on turning a room in my basement, like really blocking it off. And the only reason I looked into it was because there was no air ducts, uh, an HVAC connected to that room. So you're not going to
2: suck it into the rest of the house. okay? Correct.
3: So if you have an HVAC, uh, if you have a vent that's connected to the rest of your house, you can't do it unless you want to spend the money to block that off. Um, looking at his picture, uh Josh, right? Yeah, yeah. Josh, looking at your picture, I have a couple questions, but I'll get to that after. Like he's got the fan in the window, which is ideal uh, because you want something for outtake. You know, you need that to pull the cigar smoke out.
1: Similar to what I did in the ice tent with the computer fan. Exactly, one hundred percent.
3: Then same, same here. But, you know, what? I, the other part I did in the tent, which is what I think he might need, is something to push it towards there. Yes. Um, because that fan he's got there, you know, it's it works if you're sitting right next to it, but he's got a chair kind of in the corner. Um, you know, if he's not looking to spend the money to put an HVAC system in there or, or a um, ventilation system to drill through the wall, then the window's fine. He could actually put one through there. Um He's going to need something else, another fan on the other side of the room, to push the smoke towards that, towards
1: those fans. Outtake. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. But I like his cool little setup. The one question I have is: Is that pa- a picture of Vinnie Pastor? Uh Message me, man. I or, or say something to the pulpit parishioners group. On his little table, which I think is made of cigar boxes, which looks cool, he's got a, a plaque, and it's a guy. It looks like he's smoking a cigar or pointing a gun. I can't tell. And it looks like Vinnie Pastore, Big Pussy, from Sopranos. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I can't tell if that's that. But I like his setup. Um, looks like he's got uh, Luke Stutler is, uh, is talking to him as well about it because uh, he's done it. But, yeah, that's my recommendation is you've got to get better ventilation. That's the only way to do it. You've got to have um, something pushing that smoke towards the outtake.
2: Well, and I know we talked about actually holding that question and doing it on a later show. But like over at the Hill, um, they've got those deals that eat the smoke the like rabbit yeah. air purifiers, yeah. which rabbit air, yeah, it's a purifier. I yep.
1: mean and they work. They do I'm not as impressed with the rabbit as mm-hmm. maybe some people. And you know, look, I'm saying this to somebody who doesn't have one and hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, used it myself. I've only seen them in lounges and you know, maybe it's not fair because in lounges you've got multiple people. You know, lighten up cigars and puffing away and everything, but I think they've got like three or four of those things over at the hill. They can and get overwhelmed. They can
2: very easily yeah. get overwhelmed. Yeah, now, I know That's Dan. One thing I've read about him. Yeah, Dan at Riverman has the unit up on the wall that sucks the stuff out. Yes, and that seems to work pretty good in his lounge. Yeah, it's a little loud, but um, mm. you
1: know, I think it's just an older unit. But you'd rather have it on than off. Totally, totally. You'd much rather just talk at a louder volume than, I know than have it off. At yeah. the Hill,
2: um, I've actually gotten up and
1: opened you windows you got to open before. windows and crack yeah. the door and things like that sometimes, especially on Sundays when that place is packed and everyone's oh, the watching football, football and yeah. everything like that. That's
3: so. where the Cigar tent comes into play
1: because it's got that cross. cross yes, and see, and the and thing with that is as we're talking this through, I'm sitting here thinking I've got the one fan that drew out the smoke but what i need to get is a second fan to put on the opposite wall i showed you mine i had that you had, had that yeah but yeah. i didn't do that and i'm actually sitting So here have that, one bringing in fresh air one pushing in, out that's one a good idea bringing it yeah and it's yes. creating that cross breeze to where then as long as you've got your back to the fan that's bringing in the air you can you know light your cigar and smoke your cigar without you know air i wonder if that'd really cool your tent it. down too much
3: no not at all. Doesn't, well, okay. the fan no.
1: itself um, has a uh, speed regulator. Okay. So you can you can adjust that to where, you know, you can maybe turn down the intake fan to like a low setting and turn up that outtake fan to a high setting mm-hmm. to where then it's it's still bringing in air, bringing in
2: that breeze, but then it's pulling it out like really hard. So I still think we should have done our commercial for those tents. We, you know, we <laughs> had the greatest idea, Gervais.
3: Now I'm kicking myself now because I meant to tell Dave uh, Garofalo when I met him that just an FYI, <laughs> I was the one that came up with that idea. I'm the genius behind it, but I needed a guinea pig, and Nick was the guinea pig. And, you know, it's, so, it's just like all great ideas, someone else.
2: Need what, or, what whatever. Whatever. we were going to do a commercial for these where we were going to have them for sale at the cigar pulpit. And what we were gonna I don't know if we've ever told people this. But we weren't gonna do the red ice tent. No, we were gonna do the you know, little thing
1: that sits over like yeah, women at a soccer game. Or that the people in mm-hmm. the drive thru at Chick-fil-A use to shield yep. themselves from the rain, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just those little zip up, you know, individualized tents. <laughs> and we were gonna do this one where like I climb into it and I'm I zip it up and I'm happy he I'm spoken and cigarette. everything. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff's describing it. And as he's describing it, all you see is me in the background and that tent is just filling with smoke <laughs> like i wanted to i mean i was going to get the biggest most obnoxious cigar and i was going to fill that thing with smoke to where by the time the commercial's over you can barely see me and then it's like you know the official cigar pulpit smoking tent and then at some point like i just collapse and, and like the whole and tent then falls the whole over tent falls on its side <laughs> and everything like that and yeah we were gonna make that and we never did <laughs> Mostly because well, I, I didn't want to asphyxiate and die. In the place. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of a place. I'm excited about Safeway smoky,
3: smoky Tent Cruise. Uh, I'm
1: really excited to get that going again. Yeah, um, I know but, Smoky Tent Cruise. Anxious for it. Yeah, I'm perfectly happy, like happy enjoying the autumn. But you know, it's yes, like, I'm, like, what's I'm, that, sitting fi- I'm sitting here with
3: the I'm sitting here with the table fire right now. I mean, it's, let's it's not
1: rush autumn. Yeah. Did you just say you lit your table
3: on fire? No, I'm. I got a table fire here. I'll show you. Oh, look at you. My table is, you know, the propane tank. That's fanciful. That is fanciful. Yeah, yeah, so I guess before, uh, there's one more thing we should probably touch on from the parishioners group, but uh, before we do that, uh, I'd say we go into the cigar. I have finished mine. Um,
2: Yes. I'm on to the
3: next one from the
2: box. I have finished mine as well. I am still working on my nub. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to point out, Part of the reason for that is my cigar went out twice. It is so yeah, humid out here; I couldn't humid, keep yeah. it lit. Not the cigar's fault. It's just the environment the in environment. which we're in. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, well, I'm just sitting here enjoying my Bacardi rum punch.
1: It's a real rum cocktail. You're getting punchy in a can. And let me <laughs> really, one that sponsorship, that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the. So you're
3: gone. So they got. He's got to sell some ads.
1: Well, yeah. Now I'm going to bring in the money. More money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh, that thing's peppery on the retrohale, uh, man,
1: alive. Yeah, I enjoy that cigar, the, the
3: the Mark Twain. It's actually a good afternoon stick for me. Uh, goes great, literally, with a cup of uh, a coffee too, because it's really smooth, um, and, and it brings out the coffee. Actually, pairs very well with it. Um, you know, I, I like the retrohale a lot in that cigar cuz it really kicks in everything that you're not getting from
2: your regular draw yeah. from the cigar. Very cool. Um, you should see cool. the pile of butts at Nick's house. It's like Buts. landscape rock but it's cigar butts. Ciga-
3: Cigarettes?
0: Oh, no. cigars.
1: Cigar butts. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's it's I toss them on the lawn. <laughs> 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 they biodegrade, they leaves eventually. It's fine. Yeah. But it does. Well, I looked at it today over there and it literally looks like like you've got landscape rock, but they're just cigar butts.
3: <laughs> yeah, I call my fire pit because I empty my ashtrays in there. Yeah, it's the Cigar materi. Nice. Ah, uh, oh, I like it. Yeah, nice. it's been that for years. Um, but yeah. So listen, you know, I know we've been on for a while, and everybody's left us. But if anybody's still staying, I think there's one more topic that everybody wants to know about. Um, you know, I already know some inside info that uh, that night. Of the you know the sleepover, there is going to be appetizers what? ordered by Nick. Uh, there's going to be you know buffalo chicken wraps. What? Gonna be ordered. Um, no, no, There's no, going to no, be no. some buffalo chicken toasted ravioli, no, fried pickles. No no, 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 no.
2: Nick's got a whole whole Do you, menu okay. lined up. Did he tell uh, you the latest one? He's going to uh, get uh, that some. Ordering? Yeah, he's going to get those uh, water chestnuts bacon wrapped. In the barbecue sauce, oh, yeah, yeah, I can't wait no, for I'm that. Not.
3: Ooh, do they do those special or is that on the menu? No,
2: they're doing that special for him.
3: Yeah, that's what oh I figured because he told them about the big event. Right, yeah, right, right. God, so yeah, so that's part of the menu. I know somebody wanted to see the menu. I think it was uh, how many? Oh, people, David Clark.
2: Yeah. How many people can stay in your place? Because I'm afraid you're going to get overloaded. I think you could have what 34.
1: Nobody is staying at
2: my place. What's the occupancy level of this place? I don't know, but nobody's <laughs> staying
1: at my place. I bang to differ i'm pretty sure some people are planning to stay <laughs> nobody's staying at my place i'm very clear about this yeah very, well very clear nobody seems to be listening but i'm very the,
2: very clear but the fact that you're buying dinner for us and, i'm not i'm not serving that catered breakfast no, the I'm, next morning i'm
1: not i'm not oh breakfast too yeah no
2: to, it's it's almost a brunch
1: no, Whoa. I'm not.
2: Yeah, I'm Whoa. not. He's got the guy that's going to make the scrambled eggs, like the omelets for you, special to no, order. No, I the...
3: don't. Oh, you got somebody coming in, Nick? That's nice, man. That's yeah. really classic. Damn it. Yeah, there'll be
2: there'll that's be a really whole classic. line of accoutrements. No. Yeah, it'll be great. No. Usually people
3: charge for that, but, um, you know, Nick's very well, generous. Well, that's the kind of
2: guy that he is. I uh, no. oh, um, <laughs> you know. Oh, God. You guys. That's great.
3: So well, what's the plan before the sleepover? Are you guys planning on meeting up?
2: Oh my god! Top shooters. So
1: Is yeah, it? yeah. So ba- so Friday the twenty fourth, basically everybody can converge to top shooters. I'm not paying for anybody, but it's it's where everybody can
2: converge. Nick, Nick just winked at me. I did not that. wink. I didn't. I wink. saw There's you. No winking.
1: Mm-hmm. No winking. I just
2: thought you were flirting with Gervais, but I saw you. Mm. wink. I am
1: not paying
2: for anything,
1: <laughs> and uh, everybody can just you know come and hang out. And then uh obviously Saturday the twenty fourth. Are you gonna bring yeah. the wood? Big Riverman event.
2: What? You're gonna bring the wood to Top Shooter? I mean <laughs> you've seen the wait staff. Um, you've had <laughs> to buy Oh my. You've had to buy wood before to get the fire pit going. We're gonna have to make that happen. Yeah, last year they were pretty good about,
1: you know, uh supplying firewood. But um I don't know if they're prepared for that just yet. But hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully.
2: Because we're so. gonna need a fire, I would think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, fire's is key. Fire's is key. We like fire.
2: Do you need me to bring yeah. some firewood from the farm? If you have some, that would probably I could actually be good. do that. I could load up my uh, in my haul and bring some firewood up. But
1: that would that would be helpful.
2: That that actually might be a good idea for this. So. That would be helpful. Yep.
3: Fix your brakes first. Make sure the fire. No, that's
2: in right. that's in my FJ Cruiser. That's sure, our that's our radio station delivery vehicle. But yeah, my Jeep, my Jeep. Uh, well, I hope it's good. You, haven't, you didn't pay anybody to cut those lines, did you, Gervais? <laughs> Not no, yet. No, I, I don't have that much money. <laughs> what's, what's it cost now to get somebody to cut a brake line? Yeah, probably yeah, 20 bucks. I, I say, what kind of money are you dropping on Your brake line, it was surprisingly cheap. Exactly. <laughs> he found people willing to volunteer. There's somebody nothing. A, there's no, Somebody I, wanted
3: us. They, they said, hey, it's just a saw buck. I'm like, listen, I'll give you double that. I'll give you 20 It oh,
2: may God. have been the scaredest moment of my life because... It was, it's just that sheer terror of, I'm not in control of this. Like, it freaked me out today. Tuck and roll, baby. No. <laughs> no, I was going to roll the whole vehicle. Yeah, tuck and roll. Yeah, because I was getting ready to drive off into a field that's on a coal mine. It was not going to be a pleasant ride. <laughs> Quick note about that
3: uh, Friday
2: night at Top Shooters, um. Nick won't say it, but anybody that's looking to order
3: the smash burger, you got to get that in uh, order in advance because it's two smash patties. Um, you know, they want to make sure they have enough for. God, just you.
2: tell them it's on Nick's tab. Dear
1: God, there is no tab. It's not. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh my God! This is is it an no, open is it an open bar that here's, night? Here's here's how this is going to go. <laughs> no, no, here's how this is going to go. You know who actually is going to be the one to pick up the tab on this thing? Who's that? It's going to be Al from the Good Cigar. Cause oh, okay. Because <clears> he's got his big fat retirement that he's living on right now, so mm. he can he he you know, he's coming up
2: here and everything like that. Al from the Good Cigar. Al's going to kick this. your ass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee that right now. Wow. Yep. I just hope he gives me some advanced warning so I get the video camera turned Damn on. Damn you. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know who he, I did hear is coming? Who? For the Riverman event? Who? The chicken. He may make BF an is going to make an appearance. He may come to Top Shooters that night. That could go south really quick. He
1: could. Last time he was there, you know, he got arrested.
2: Yeah, that cock gets in a lot of trouble. So, anyway.
1: Well, why don't we hear from Pinky about what My Monthly Cigars is?
2: Okay, thanks, Pinky. It. I love Pinky. When are we going to get her back on the show? I guess you. I was say she's I'll, afraid. I'll to get her back, back at some point here.
3: She's afraid to come back as long as you're there. Like I actually
1: was time. talking to her just earlier today, and you know, I think the plan is that you know, uh, since I'm going to need a guest host, you know, for some. She's going to step up. Time, I think she's going to step up, you know, on a once a month basis. Fair mm-hmm. enough. So you well, know. good. Yeah. I would know,
3: like to do a show with Pinky. I think that'll be fun. She's delightful.
1: Oh, for the October box, there we go for or or may I mean maybe the remainder of the September box depending upon what happens here. But he will not be on those shows. Oh, that's, true. Be, that's true. That's
3: true. do Jeff are you only doing a half.
1: Jeff does
2: it. Uh, no, I'm no. done. This is my last show.
3: Oh, you're done. Okay. Yeah, so Nick, on Nick.
2: I'm not done. We'll figure it. this out. It was a joke.
3: I honestly didn't know if you would be here tonight. I really didn't. But I'm glad you're here. I'm Dude, glad. I
2: wouldn't miss you for the world.
3: I know. I appreciate it. I'm glad Especially to here. that this beard finale. you're
2: rocking, man. That is just man. impressive.
3: You are trying to F me through the screen. Right? He really <laughs> is. That's amazing. And I'm it really I'm, is. You can't tell, but I'm turning red. I'm blushing.
2: Um, oh, my. Well, there we go. I won't tell you, won't tell you
3: anything else that's going
1: on. <laughs> yeah, blushing. okay. Now it really got weird. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't want to know if it moved a little. You can follow us on Instagram at the (laughs) Cigar Pulpit
1: or at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. Obviously on Facebook with the Cigar Pulpit parishioners group, as we've been referencing a lot tonight. It's a lot of fun. And I I hate Facebook with a passion, but that's fun. eh, That's fun. That is a fun group. That's what Facebook was meant for. It wasn't mm-hmm. meant for all the stupid arguments and, and stupid bullshit, you know, the stuff that you tend to Which I've been doing all day you've today. You've been doing yeah. all, yeah, nice, nice, good use of I your time. Can't, I can't can't uh, to tell you
3: how many people I, I have muted. The key is you mute them because if you unfriend them, they know.
1: Then they get buttered, you But you yeah. mute, you mute yeah. them
3: and your timeline gets cleaned up. It's nice. There you
1: go. And then we're on Twitter, YouTube, and guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. Area code 863-874-0000. I say it all the time. I know I have a couple of calls lined up for uh, next week, but I need more.
2: And listen soon so. for uh, Nick Trevace and Gator doing the show about nothing. Mm-hmm. Coming yeah, soon we, to podcast title to near the, you.
3: Uh, title TBD. But it's going to be a show about Yeah, nothing. but
1: see, it's not going to be Nick Gervais and Gator because the g- Gator. No, Gator doesn't exist. I would the say, show. I, I own the brand Gator. No. That is, that is under no. the cigar pulpit
2: umbrella, buddy. Did you you do not have that copyright. <laughs> that is uh part maybe of
3: Maybe we'll call it Bacon and Eggs. That is mm-hmm. part of <laughs> it, buddy. <laughs> bacon and <laughs> Eggs.
2: You know it's an Ariana Grande song, right? Bacon and Eggs. Bacon and Eggs. eggs. Anyway. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well. Well. Hey, off the
0: rails. Yeah. Before
3: we go, listen, uh, I know, um, you know, I threw this out to the parishioners because the parishioners are, are awesome. Uh, I really do appreciate everything you guys have done for MMC and that the parishioners have done, including all the members from the parishioners group. Um, you know, that's why I put out the other night um, the first first crack at the um, Survive the Smoke, the inaugural uh, football Survivor Pool that uh, Oh yeah, MMC and Fox yes. are running. Uh, very cool. Please, if you guys are interested in joining, it's free. We're gonna have a blast. We're gonna we're gonna bust each other's balls. We're gonna talk shit. Um, it's a Survivor Pool. The rules are very simple. You pick one team a week to win. If you win, you move on. You lose, you're eliminated. Uh, but you can only pick that team once. So you're only picking one game a week. It's not very hard. Very simple to do. If you want to join for free. Go to MyMonthlyCigars.com, and on the top banner uh, at the top of the page, just click it. It'll take you to that invite. You just sign up right there. It's it's super, super simple. So wait, We're going to have a lot of fun.
2: You're saying I can't pick the Detroit Lions every week.
3: You cannot pick them every week. You can pick them once, and that's it. Um, Nick picked San Francisco. Because they're going to win the Super oh, Bowl I this year. Say that. Nick thought about picking San Francisco. Whoops. Uh,
2: <laughs> bleep, yeah, so. You'll have to bleep that.
3: We'll have prizes. Um, you know, we're going to have some prizes. We're going to have some MMC gear, merchandise. We're going to have fucking coffee, merch, gift cards. And then, to be honest, I've been talking to some people as well that are going to get involved with this. You know, I, I can tell you right now, Barry uh, from Cigar Authority was all for jumping in on this. He, he was one of the first people to sign up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to get more stuff for prizes and have some things every week to week because a survivor pool goes until somebody's last man standing yeah. basically it's what it is but you know in the meantime i'd like to come up with some sort of like week to week you know fun competitions and prizes uh, i'm going to kick
2: in so right now i'm going to give you a sun tea starter kit with a quart mason jar and tea bags don't teabags. you just do a
3: Gator sun tea
2: all they got to do is include yeah you know, they just have to add water hmm
3: all right, guys, you heard it first. I mean, yeah, listen, but let's be everybody real. Everybody that's in just dropped out. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, but.
1: but let's be real. How many people are waiting on cigars from you, Jeff? Oh, you know, that's true.
2: Yeah. And I need I yeah. need to figure out that list, because I know uh, uh, Smoking Cat approved. I need to get him some sticks. Lupe. Lupe, and there's one other, and I, oh, man. I was well, going over this today. If
1: you're currently owed cigars from Gator yeah, for you, yeah, you need to let me know. Stupid little hey, I'll give you blah 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 if you do blah <laughs> blah blah and yeah, then cause I'm, and then he go back and listen forgot, to all the shows. You know, um, you know, maybe send Gator a note and uh remind him that he uh he owes you stuff
2: I found the Apple again.
1: Douchebag. He's still working on that thing. Oh, <laughs> dude, he's chomping away at it. Yeah, him. we can hear it. We can hear
3: it. You know, my friends at the cigar authority just you know they His don't friends, now really I'm like friends. to eat on
1: <laughs> friends. I've heard him talk about that. Oh, did I tell you guys? I, mean, I the, about I how hard Actually, to talk and was smoke. actually
2: there. Did I'm did sorry,
1: Nick. Them? I couldn't hear you over <laughs> Jeff. What? <laughs> What would you guys prefer,
3: Jeff crunching on an apple throughout the show or <laughs> his breathing? Which one? Well,
1: that's the best part is right now you're getting the best of both worlds. Because <laughs> you can hear him freaking breathing along with you. The- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because eating is hard work for him at this point. So, you know. Dude, I don't have much time left. <laughs> that's
3: obvious. So. Yeah, this is the end of your run here. The borrowed <laughs> time. <laughs>
1: We're getting ready to shove him out in the lake on a flaming boat. You know? <laughs> oh, my God, I want that so bad. <laughs> anyway.
3: Well, thank you to everybody in the parishioners group for uh, giving us some content tonight. Uh, yeah, this was good. Those are great questions. Yeah, those, a lot of were fun. those were good. So That was good. And you can find me anywhere at MyMonthlyCigars. And, guys, seriously, go to MyMonthlyCigars.com. Click the banner at the top. Join the pool. We're going to have a blast. There's going to be more than just the winner's prizes. Please join up and, uh, you know, try to beat me. Uh, I don't think you can do it.
1: You're <laughs> going to have a fucking good time. <laughs> fucking good time. Jeff Nick, is okay. evidently is
2: getting more and more triggered with every chew of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he keeps staring. Just behind, <laughs> pulling the curtain back,
3: guys. I can only see half of Nick's face, but I can see his eyes, and they're just
2: lasering through Jeff <laughs> as he's crunching through this apple. I'm ready to fucking kill him. I'm ready to fucking
1: kill him. Was just... part.
2: This apple has only aroused my appetite without bedding her back down.
1: <laughs> aroused? That's a word. Without
2: bedding her back
3: down. <laughs> Jeff, any last words on your last show here? It's been a blast. I love you guys. Oh,
2: <laughs> exactly. Not you two, the people that listen.
3: Oh my god. Oh, okay, Good. good. Well, guys, thanks for having me on. We appreciate it. All no, this always. was
2: fun.
1: Appreciate your time, Nick, and uh, as always, know, it's always a good time getting a peek in your box. <laughs> I, you know,
3: I try to keep things clean once a month. So i just no, you don't expose my box. <laughs> what?
1: Oh my god, it's been fun. It has. We, we, we do something. this again sometime. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff. We'll I got space
2: twice a week, Jeff we, buddy. You know,
3: Jeff, we gotta we gotta talk about the pilot, the Seinfeld pilot.
2: Uh, I'm all in. What we're, what we're gonna do for the first episode? It's well, be we right. need to have a whole bit about how Elaine wasn't in it. Yeah, and there was a yeah. She wasn't supposed to be at any of them, to be
3: honest.
1: Nope. Um, yeah, you know what? You should,
3: uh, after the show, we should do a sneak peek of that podcast. And, uh, well,
1: guys, this has been another sermon <laughs> from the cigar pulpit—a show about nothing. I'm uh, I'm Nick. Well,
3: this show had some some content.
1: That's Jeff. Show. Eating
3: oh, a stupid apple. And, uh, and I am good friends with the cigar authority.
1: God damn it, Nick. <laughs> Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
2: Bye bye. Enjoy your apple. I am.